practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. Cut all that shit out, obviously. <laughs> uh, drop that guitar riff in. <laughs> Wee, raspberry of the week goes to Henning. <laughs> That's officially, I'm pointing oh. that right now. Uh, I don't know what it is, it's she like whenever. weirdly and coldly, but. You know, she had the presence of mind to to do that, like she was expecting it to happen, almost expecting it. Oh, absolutely! I completely right. agree with you. I I was I just I didn't watch it. I was riffing every t- <laughs> any time we get together. I go, I it's I say horrible things. That's what I was telling Henny as I was mining through. That's your spot we on getting... the the lineup in the batting order. It's like there's a low we can count on Hots to immediately. It doesn't matter how <laughs> far fun of a murder how victim. Far up far removed I am from anything horrible I've done on stage or in video as soon as we get back together it's something horrible I was telling Henning as I was delving through all like old videos old images because I had to get actual writing samples for sure. a portfolio and it'd be like oh there's that uh, there's that paper I, I wrote on uh, W.E.B. Du Bois right oh, between a picture of a boner <laughs> And a set of farting butt cheeks. And, and that just kept going and going. I was like, ah. That's, that was the letterhead on that report, regret, by the way. The sadness that exists. W.E.B. De Bowling. De Bowling. I can't help it. Comedy broke my brain. I can't be serious. Oh, God. But. No, it's like with last week when we were just looking at that stuff, it's. Like you posted that Monster Energy drink thing, yeah. and I like seeing it. I was like, "Thank God, I have a beard now." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a little incognito, uh, as if. And I pretend like, "Oh God, everyone's gonna see it." Like, no one's gonna, no my mom's gonna shit. see it. That's what I was thinking because there's a part in that where, speaking of, it goes boobs, boners, and the image we use. Just so so cheap, so easy yeah. for the boner image. You could actually just see uh, a dong in a pair of mesh briefs. Right. Oh like, why yeah, do, why do we do that? Like, because now Funny immediately, picture. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> answer asked and answered. <laughs> uh, and then my first concern is like, oh, my aunt Robin's gonna hate that picture. She's gonna give a shit. It's like she's gonna even she's watch. Gonna, it. Yeah, exactly. She just oh, I see him. And we'll play it for a second. Go, oh, that production. I hope. Terrible. I hope all of my aunts watch it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's Casey up to these days? Is that uh, a mesh dong? <laughs> <laughs> they already know that about. Me. They just assume that's what I'm doing right now. Showing penises on our on our comedy sketches was, I think, ahead of our time. Very transgressive for the time. True. Uh, yeah, we, we were, were ahead of the curve really on that one. That. No one else shows penises. That's right. Uh, we watched an old Casey and I last week watched an old video that we made and I was like I think YouTube took this down why and then we get to so it's this old video and we can can post this up it was just called I bet it would be up now if we reposted it I don't think it would be taken down well it was so it was just a video where we we were selling boobs in the same way people sold uh, Girls Gone Wild yeah it was was a take on Girls Gone Wild it was called boobs and it was just a Basically a DVD with just boobs, and then we uh, lit on it. It was just in classic comedy fashion a list of silly words and yeah. different names for boobs. Gajungas, yeah, Gungadins, yeah. S- uh, what was the lottery one? 
Scratching wins. Scratching wins, yeah. Mitch did an awesome voiceover for that. But then it cuts to dicks. And, yeah. uh, but then we, we – so the idea of the video, let's try and uh, oh, yeah. make it concise. The idea of the video is we this say is all these Aunt Robin. funny lines. Con- context, <laughs> Aunt Robin. Funny lines cover up the sensitive parts, like the nipples with funny pictures that yeah. go with the funny phrases. Mm-hmm. And then we go, and now for a book of, we- a book of dicks. And then, I wish it was a book of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know what it is saying. Boners. <laughs> That's the name of my it? autobiography, Book of so Dicks. So it was like a DVD of It boobs. was a tape, a VHS tape. VHS that was the of dicks. Penises? It was just dicks. Said? It was called dicks. Ticks. And, but then, like, so then we covered it, uh, like the same thing, funny words for dicks, and then covered it with another image. But we just made all the images that cover the dicks a little too small. Oh, yeah. It was the artistic, the tension. Uh, it was like you can almost see the dick. No, but you Or could, you could you see could, the shaft, bit could, of the shaft. Yeah. Wow. How long did you spend on Photoshop, you know, so, pixel by pixel, nudging it just so the right it broke long that uh, Casey and I will talk about how That's why much it broke my brain. Hans like, had to go underground for four years. Do you remember? Yeah, it, went, it pushed me back to college. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can, it, like, educate myself is what I'm doing. Do you guys remember that movie Autofocus? <laughs> yes. <laughs> With Bob Crane. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so Bob I was, Crane. I thought it was the Robin Williams one. I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, where was a serial killer? <laughs> well, Bob Crane was almost just as gross as that character, Robin Williams. So Bob Crane was an actor in Hogan's Heroes. Oh, yes. And yes, so yes. this movie is a biography of his life because basically he was this – God-fearing and the God-fearing. He was a, a religious guy who got this in, in Hollywood, and he ended up getting this great part in Hogan's Heroes. He made some money, and then he met this guy played by Willem Dafoe. Oh, yeah. In real life, he met this guy who was like a swinger. So he introduced Bob Crane to porno, and it broke like his brain. Like a duck to water? It immediately, <laughs> like he just got hooked. He got addicted. He put in this whole system, recording system in his house, and would just have like swinger parties. Uh, and then he couldn't get back. So then after a show was canceled, like he couldn't – for a while he was living this double life, right, where he could be – function normal in society. And then when he'd have a swinger, he'd be like, hey, hot tits, you know, you want to see my butt cheeks? But then the two meshed. So he's on like a morning cooking he's on, show. Right. He's on and he's Hollywood like, Squares. Look at that woman in the audience. She's got a real set of – She's got a chest on her. And they're like, what? What's wrong with You're you? Hogan. And he'd go to like a bar and instead of like – he he wanted to pick up a chick instead of being normal, like well, however that oh, works. Oh shit! Like, Wasn't there the like, scene where he would go to the bar that would amazing. play Hogan's Heroes? No, he'd make him change. And then the he would sit there and be like, "Oh yeah, me? What? Oh yeah, that's me." He he knew when they were headed in syndication, and oh, he had them change the channel to it. Anyway, that's he got what to happened. re-up then. That's what happened to me with so much editing and picking out the perfect pictures for this. Hots became friends with Willem Dafoe. The perfect pictures for this video and so many and then editing them is that my language and my I couldn't I started not being able to look people in the eyes like it <laughs> just was straight just to the dick too You're embarrassed my, not embarrassed but like just hours and hours like you know when haunts my you eyes are when up you're here. on the computer so <laughs> long that yeah. your back hurts when you get up yeah that, uh, that your back hurts oh, yeah. when you get up like it was just I was too focused and then you look at the video and you just go well, that guy put that together in two, like, right, yeah. four minutes because people are competent. <laughs> like, people can work Photoshop well, but I, I just get too obsessed. So, yeah, it, it fucked me up for a while. Still, forever. Like I said, when I was going back and looking at images, I had folders. Fold. And I never 
I I cannot file my information appropriately. So the folder is like, I, I, what are those? What what are folders labeled when you just take like ECIM one hundred? I'm like, oh, what's in there? Ah, <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus, Christ. Dicks, I'm lousy with them. But I remember them intimately. Like I bit the oh, bullet. I, I, I took the boob section. Did you do the boobs? No, you didn't. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> you might have done eyes. By the time I got to eyes, and I was thinking about this, I did the taint. I designed the taints pamphlet. That was as, as deep as I got. Oh no, you designed like a lot of like the actual hard work you did. You designed all the images. I and I just but I didn't do it in the back over. of a BDSM club yeah. with some crazy video playing on a loop. As somebody you took you took that bullet. Somebody's lighting my eyelashes on fire. I was listening to me in the Fleet Foxes while I was photoshopping. I, Wait, uh, were you, you were doing this while you were working at the, the sex shop? No, that, that was Minneapolis. Saying? At the oh, sex shop, Casey would come in. That put a pin and, in that one. We'll come back right, to yeah, that. Yeah, we'll, okay. More to come. Um, oh, so brain still broken. Too many, yeah. too much comedy. Too dirty. I think it came from me already being racially insensitive so many times <laughs> on here. Immediately. Immediately. <laughs> we were having a normal conversation before we turned this on. I think. Semi-normal. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, uh, racy pictures. Too too many dicks. Too many boobs. Too much editing. I got to stop hitting the table. And uh, so, what's a, a phrase? Public speaker. What's a making... phrase that's going through my head last night? I was like, "What if a woman had boobs for eyes and eyes for boobs?" And then she'd say, "Hey, my eyes are down here." <laughs> <laughs> that was making me laugh out loud on my. On my ride home from work last night. <laughs> like, that's out here. Perfect. My, I love it. That's the madness in my, you know, that's that's My mind goes function. to how would that work functionally? How, what would her shirt look like? She'd have to have a shirt on her face. Yeah. Obviously. In order to see and walk around as a normal person. Yeah. So would the eyes be inset? <laughs> or would they be like, in lieu of the, the, the mass of the breast, would it be like a protruded eye? Here's... Where I was going with it, I was going Let's even. I was going even deeper in as if this anatomy was all of history. Therefore, we'd. So, so when, I said when it God wrong. pulled the bone from Dick Face Adam, <laughs> yeah, this is just how all women look now. Yes. So. So she's so not an anomaly. It would not say she would. I, I got it wrong. She would not say, "Hey, my eyes are down here." Because the eyes would be what we were sought after. So she'd say, hey, pal, my chest is up here. <laughs> so the shirt would cover the eyes with some so, kind of dong mesh. So, pardon so, the, so what is titillating would be the eye. Eye-catching. Would you, <laughs> would, you, okay. would, there, then would you wear a bra? Like an eyebra? Uh, no, like I said. An eyebra? Eyebrow? Oh, man, we're good with puns today. Eye-catching eyebrow. Eyebrow. <laughs> eyebrow. That's Jamaica. My chest up here, bro. Hey, bro. My chest up here, bro. So, uh, so that's what what's a tri- like. I didn't in lieu think of I, breasts. Obviously, I didn't think of. I mean, they see out of their nipples. I don't know. I, I was just gonna say, do they far. see out of their nipples? But then those would be eyes. Some sort of sonar, perhaps. So yeah, like a bat, like a fruit bat, <laughs> like a moth. They and, just and men the... would be completely exactly the same way. Women, which so our faces are faces and our dicks are dicks. That's what happened to me. I became a serial killer. Men stay exactly the same, and women become <laughs> monsters in my brain. What became would, monsters. What would Islamic women be like wearing the niqab? 
what would Islam look like? Islamic women. <laughs> Here's where Henning swings for the fences, asks Hans about Muslims. No, 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 don't. <laughs> you heard what he had to say about black people. We've been recording for like 10 minutes, and don't turn it on me like, hey, he's the loud guy. He's, he's the, the wacky racist. racist. What would uh, some Muslim women with hijabs? Is that what they're I called? I mean, their eye, you, you can still see their eyes. What are they called? Hijab or niqab. What did I say? Hijib? Hijib. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. No problem. Uh, I already forgot what you, how you said it. <laughs> I, was, I was just imagining a woman naked except for a strip across her eyes. The so reverse, you cover the eyes. The reverse niqab. Yes, in this world in where... This, in this wacky upside-down world. Where titillating... Where eyes right. are the, the So she'd have like, a, ba- like a, an eye mask yes. over her eyes. But just the where, eyes. Which are boobs. Which no, the mean? eyes, eyes. Oh, a bra. chest eyes. Eyebra. Eyebra. <laughs> right? Yeah. I think that's where we're going. Uh, so. Oh, yeah. I forgot her eyes are down here. Yeah. I, my chest, my chest is, is up, up here, Henning. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> just, just a blind <laughs> Sorry monster. for my insensitivity. <laughs> oh, God. It's so good. I, uh, we need a drawing. We need a drawing of it. Uh, that's how that, old. Henning. That's why I Whip one cannot up for be us, online. Like. No video, no animation. I I need a drawing in the back of a notebook that you can secretly show me right, yeah. in, uh, on lunch. Right, R- right next to that. Uh, With sexy all your favorite story metal by... bands on the f- written on the front, <laughs> and a sexy story about humping. <laughs> I had this buddy. I think his name. Uh, we don't need his name, but it, I didn't want, and he certainly wasn't a buddy. Uh, <laughs> so none of this. I got this great story about my buddy. His name—he doesn't have a name, and he was my friend. And I, don't, and I don't have a story. No, I just remember Make he showed me. Make up a name first. He, what uh, if your feet were his vaginas? Name, his his initials were A C, and uh, I, I can. I was can he a Hawaiian it. king? It was it was Aaron Clausen. <laughs> you remember that kid? And I'll I don't know I'll block that out because not that he, he's probably dead because everybody I look up that we went to high school with is, is mysteriously dying. But uh, he wrote me like I was just so. So this is automatically when I talk about that boobs video breaking my brain. This will just show that I'm sexually deviant from the moment I I arrived, um, because I was I craved. Uh, titillation or eye-catchery so bad yeah. that he sh- he sh- he's like, you want to read a story I'm working on? Oh, one God. paragraph Amazing. and one sentence. And I still, I was in seventh grade, I'll never forget it. It was just like, and he mounted her and humped her as hard so as a good. humpback whale. <laughs> and I was just like, uh, write some more of that. I'll get in touch with the publisher. You need an agent. Like, I was just, I, I, I need it, more. Uh, so, you know. Well, it's like, it's like yeah, that. jerking off to a fucking catalog. Sure. That reminds me of that sketch I wrote and performed one time about the, uh, I don't know, the the guy who's so bad at this romance language, he turns into uh, turns everything into, like, measurement oh, of, sure, yeah, of like the areolas. and Overly verbose, like... Approximately two inches of erotica. my six-inch boner erection slipped lasciviously <laughs> from the edge of my robe. Oh, yeah, I remember that. What, you performed that? Was it a monologue? He performed yeah, it for it us. That was the monologue show. Oh, that, was it? Yeah. The second show we did. We'll have to record something to <clears throat> tell the one per to, to tell Greg Stone our history. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the one person, and he can. Uh, and as soon as he heard his name there, uh-huh. he'll pinpoint that. Yeah. And then as soon as 
he is now listening and that I'm not talking about him anymore, he yeah. stopped listening because he's an egotist. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to pick up the ball. Greg Stone. The, yeah. Carry it. The, the second, so we'll go into the history that we were a sketch group and we got together and we did some sketches and for the most part they went, they went interestingly. Uh, and I'm Bob Odenkirk, so it went really, really well. Okay. I'm doing very well for myself. Uh, <laughs> Congratulations, Bob. He, uh, the second show we ever did, oh, Bob Odenkirk. So speaking of, yeah. we were like, we, yes. we love Mr. Show. Speaking of Thank you, you. Speaking of you. <laughs> I loved your show. Uh, I was more into Breaking Bad. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. It was no God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Before I forget, I, I want to get into the monologue, but I was telling Henning about a character, and I think you'll like it because it was your voice that I heard in my head. <laughs> so, and, it, and it's it. That's all yeah. it is. It's a one line. And, and that was like, oh, that'll be a sketch we can kind of do. And it's such a bad idea because it's straight shock jock, yeah. Minneapolis radio, Skeech and the Groover. <laughs> Skeech and the Groover. <laughs> Uh, I was like, oh, so one of us will come in as a fake character, and it'll be uh, a Midwest prostitute. <laughs> and it'll be like, hey, hey guys, how you doing? I saw the door was open there. Um, can I interest anybody in a suck or a, a tug or uh, anything like that? And then You mean was... a character we've written 5,000 times? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so it's nothing new except for the one line I just kept hearing. So he kept coming back and interrupting, and I kept hearing you say, Get out of here, you prostitute! <laughs> equally Midwestern voice. <laughs> keeper. Yeah. Hey, get out of here, you prostitute! Hey, get out of here, you prostitute! Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know Shoot. I wasn't welcome. But uh, anyways, can I interest anybody? Go back in? to the gay nineties. <laughs> Go back to the toilet, you prostitute! <laughs> and that's where the same uh, uh, affect shifted on me too, where it shifted to an old Irishman. Get out of here, you <laughs> prostitute! Trying to have me beer. And I don't even think they say beer. That's how bad that impression is. It's a George Lucas. You're retired. Get out of here, you prostitute. <clears throat> where was I? You were talking about uh, monologues. Okay, Mr. Show. Or monologues. So, and, and I think it's a it's a a great thing to it's a great uh idea to strive for is that mr show i always thought was so great yeah and in their transitions it didn't have to be anything amazing but the show flowed completely it, yeah. it could literally be like a pan in and a pan out sure. to something right i mean that's what they said it came to at the end is the thing that they loved the most was that and then that became their albatross and i thought yeah they they grew not to like it because they, it was yeah, so hard to they were do. Like, but, this is the hardest fucking. But when thing they to started do. out, that was their thing, their distinctive thing. Do you think that now? Oh, right, you know, I was gonna just gonna say, what do you think they would think about that now? That but I I don't give a shit. I was gonna right, say yeah. like now could they just say I don't give a fuck? Let's not do transitions. I think anymore. they would, but that's a <laughs> that's a non-issue. Or do uh, the Monty Python thing, which is kind of what they were shooting for, which is just that stream of consciousness, like. They just literally stopped when it, yeah. the moment they were like, oh, this isn't funny anymore. Whether it was <laughs> like one sentence or 20 minutes. Like, they were just like, oh, yeah. like if, it's a, if the sketch can't, if they don't have an ending for the sketch, just, they just drop a cartoon foot. Yeah, exactly. It, like, just a non sequitur, like, let's get the fuck out of here. So why didn't we go out? So we were like, we have to have transitions instead of stop when it's not funny. That's how we ended up with 20-minute <laughs> Bargain of the Beast Lord sketches? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we like to write it <laughs> right into it. At least me... I can write myself to death. 
Like, I know we know that's a problem we've had. It's like, instead of just doing it and stopping it, we'll write it, and then we start writing in extra stuff. Adding more and more stuff. And then it just becomes a really weird, insulated inside joke. Of course. (laughs) Which are so fun to live in. Yeah, of course. You can just, like, get sucked into that wormhole. I remember. That is, get out of here, you prostitute. (laughs) Get out of here, you prostitute. Like, no context, like, just that, I'd say it, and then you you guys would laugh and be like, the fuck are you talking about? My chest is up here, you old prostitute. Exactly. Ibra. Nice. Ibra. I remember, I think we were all sitting having a conversation, and you and I got into a serious string of Midwestern where we were throwing out words like Sag Weevely. Oh, and, God. and then Henny yeah. was like, I, you were, Henny, you're right here. You were like, I haven't understood you guys for like 10 minutes. It's a completely <laughs> foreign language. Yeah, like a weird inside shorthand. World. Yeah, guys yeah. would go a bit too obscure for me sometimes, like because it's it's only it's obscure to everyone but Hans and I, be, and, I've and already, maybe I've to already, me. I've already done that. I I've referenced Bargain of the Beast Lord. Right. It's exactly like I I we were talking about how we hold things precious. Yeah. And that's how I hold our sketch group precious. Like I love it. I know shit went like I horribly wrong at times, and but now we can look back and I even hold those horrible times. Oh precious. yeah, of course. And. uh that was uh, I already I literally lost my train of thought like a, like an Alzheimer's patient. <laughs> I, I just I just looked into the wall and forgot my name. Henning jangled his keys and you um, were like, "What?" Huh? Uh, holding something precious. Where was I going with that? What was what were we going on before? Uh, uh, bad times. Being good in, times. super insulated. Oh oh all right. Uh, you were you, I showed you a little clip that I I, atta- I uh, that I attached to uh, a series of videos. Most likely jeans. Uh, What's the video we shot in Minneapolis? Clown? Uh, oh, uh, mime thing? No, not no, mime. The, 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 uh, the clown birthday party. Clown birthday. Where you were the well, super normal. Census. It's called Census. Oh, no, okay. we filmed that here. That was here. Oh, not Census. It was the clown one. I- Henning was I- a- IRS man? Henning was a, like a painfully normal guy that shows up to perform at a clown's birthday party. Yeah. Right. But we had a name for that video, right? I think it was called like Comedy Sketch One Hundred One B or some of course, shit. Of like, back to holding. Uh, things. Back to uh, back to holding things. Precious. Guess whose sketch that was? Yeah, old Smarty Pants McGee over here. That's I'm gonna just flip it on its head and then I'm gonna call it Comedy Sketch One Hundred One B, motherfucker, because you probably won't get it. Overturning expectations. There you go. That's what I mean Root. by how much I love our little thing. As bad as <clears throat> it has been, as as great as it has yeah. been is I was putting a little introduction to a, a video block because it, it, sometimes, you know, guys oh, remember yeah, yeah. we would play videos in between sketches, but sometimes we could just do a video In the biz, it's called a video block, package. A little package. Well, I was cold open in this package. <laughs> and it was the screamer that you designed, which was the Jerk Practice logo. And then my vo- voiceover was just said, now it's time for some Jerk Practice classics. Oh, God. You, you, I you heard, heard you. that and you're like, fuck is wrong with us classics yeah. like we literally genuinely <laughs> think that these are classics. we deemed them classic so we were like we'll show these people a couple of classics like i'm fucking ben crosby <laughs> that's what i mean they the, had to be the same videos we always because only three or four actually worked even though i think all our videos had great premises but something always would go awry whether an audio was too low yeah. or a certain shot like just was like, like the main joke. Yeah, like the we main, just didn't get the yeah. the the thing it needed to be. So it just becomes this like 
oh, that was a fun premise, but we never hit the punchline, whether it wasn't written appropriately or whether we just missed the mark and didn't film what made it, what would kill it. Like, Dad is a good example of when it worked. Oh, yeah, yeah. How, and I'm thinking, I'm, uh, I was thinking about, like, what... And Henning and I almost got arrested. How bad does your heart drop when, how bad did your heart drop when you're showing a video and you have that one line that you know is, like, you're like... That's the one. The video's okay, but that is the line, like, even if they don't like the video as a whole, we're gonna get a big laugh, and then something would go bad with the video or something, like, uh, somebody, like, I I just don't remember, I remember having it so many times where that line would miss... Yeah, and you're like, that's the premise. It's called toilet for a reason. So when we see the toilet, no one laughs. Then it's oh, yeah. then it's just like, what the fuck are we watching? It's the one. Yeah, it's the one thing. The kernel of the yeah. sketch. The thing we wrote everything else around. Yeah, and, and then, then people are like, what? Well, that doesn't work. I liked your wig. <laughs> like that's yeah. like basically what it is. That was a nice costume. Oh, that's why we started doing injecting a bunch of cocks into her. Exactly. Got to get something in there. Uh, at least, we, we at least they'll laugh at this. Was that? Were we going, were we like just really hurting for some, uh, is affirmation the right word? Did we get, were we always dirty? Were we, were we kind too of. highbrow? Did we go back no. and forth? Like, I think we pinged just, that's just the person our personalities, like the, like the tree, uh, us as a trio, like you and I can get really dirty. Yeah. And then Henning and I can get really weird and highbrow and then. One of like one of us goes obscure or pop culture, and like yeah. there's always someone who has your back to help you make it dirtier or make it even more like weird and intellectual. Sure. You know, like there's always that's kind of like how we always worked. So as I'm, so we didn't. I don't think I ever made a conscious effort to go. These are boobs. That's an easy laugh, right? Because I always just thought that premise was funny, and the sure. premise is the turn from yeah. Boobs to dicks. Like, nobody, sure. nobody's on TV right now promoting, you know, hogs yeah. gone wild. Right, because he went right? to jail. Did he really? Mm-hmm. That guy was a piece of shit, right? I, from what I heard, I didn't... He bought an island but he, with, he made with all so that boob money. fucking money. Remember, uh... And we'll then the Gambinos got him. Remember, uh... I won't say a last name, which is fine. Karsten from Minneapolis. Yeah. Did you, did you ever meet Karsten? Another we worked AC? with him. He's a, he's a CP. Uh, he told me a story about him, how that guy had nothing, uh-huh. and I'm sure it's bullshit, by the way. Of course. It's yet another story that's not a story for me. Sure. And it's not even an interesting story that's coming from me. <laughs> All of the stories are just made up people, and he's <laughs> actually making stories up on the spot. Yeah, this guy knew he once, uh, he had a fucking hot air balloon. I gotta go to the, the bathroom. Hey, since he's away from the mic, how <laughs> you guys doing? prostitute! <laughs> Get out. Don't make me pick up the Anytime Hans leaves, this fucking prostitute! <laughs> All right, guys, I'm going to go outside, but maybe I'll come back. Take a shower, you prostitute. Hey, stop being such a prostitute, you old prostitute. You're a cavity. Stop selling yourself for money, prostitute. Stop doing it for the wrong reasons, prostitute. Do it for love, prostitute. (laughs) That's a better line. Oh, do it for love, you prostitute. For the buck. Because I'm open-minded. I'm an open-minded Midwesterner. Like, if you want to be a prostitute, you can be a prostitute. But you should do it for love. Not for the money. Not for the cold hard cash. You changed prostitute. Prostitute. A prostitute that changes. 
and becomes all about the money. <laughs> the funny. Gordon Gecko of prostitutes. <laughs> oh, speak, that's where we were. That's where we were. Is that so? He told me the story that that guy, the Girls Gone Wild guy, w- just had enough money to get a like. But how would he get the girls on tape? I don't know. Maybe he just spliced a bunch Plies of pornos together. them with together. alcohol? He did, but he didn't have the money at that time. Is All Carson told me is he had just enough money to get on local access in New Orleans and uh. promise VHSs of boobs. Mm. And that was how that empire like, of that yeah, grew. Sure. But, so, uh, do you think we can the girls talk about Timmy? Empire. No. Timmy W? No. Okay. He won't let us. I doubt it because he has a kid. <laughs> But uh, and w- I can that. So he got and we he got no, what, drunk. You're using first names. It's like everybody knows a Karsten or a Tim or yeah, a yeah. John. So, but he and he didn't do this because he's a deviant. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know where this is going. Yeah, I remember. He, did, yeah. he got drunk, so we had him order. The, yeah. it's a subscription service. Girls Gone Wild, and we got. I think it was a VHS yeah, we at the time. Like it might have been a, high school. It might have been a DVD. He, you guys had just graduated. Yes, think, yes, yes. Because he had a credit card. Because he went away and then came back. But so, Girls Gone Wild. For those that don't know, is a is about twenty minutes of Aunt girls Robin, flashing are you. Listening? You. Is about twenty minutes of girls gone flashing. Girls, <laughs> flashing you. Their eyes. And then flashing their an eyes. hour mm-hmm. of hardcore fucking in the woods. Do you well, I didn't that? know that. Did you hear that whistle? Woods. <laughs> woods. <laughs> They was in the woods. They was in the woods. That's his catchphrase. (laughs) It was in the woods. Hey, go back to the woods, you (laughs) prostitute. I'm going back to the woods. Uh, So it's like they flash. You see, you see, like the wholesome. I'm using air quotes. Wholesome, just like titty flashing. Mm. Wholesome titty flashing. That's a T-shirt. I'm I'm selling that shit on TV in New Orleans. Um, so wholesome titty flashing for like 15, 20 minutes, and then it's just like a bad sort of porn. like... It's just porn. Just it, them fucking in the woods. But in the woods. <laughs> the, one the, I, woods. the one I saw was woods. So it's etched in his brain now. Like they all end in this really macabre, dark, like, oh, this is going south. They're fucking in the woods. They're fucking I've in seen pile enough of oyster shells. It was I've seen enough forensic camera. files to know what happens after fucking in the woods. He's just some guy with a camera. He didn't live in San Fernando Valley or wherever the, all the porn happens. All he, he, had he was angling, though. Like, was. And I want to see a fucking like, Disney movie about him because that would be the angle. He was like, I can't get into that San Fernando porn scene, oh, yeah. but I'm going to put my nose to the grindstone. I'm really going to hustle and work hard and then cool montage of him buying a camcorder Last and like, bucks on counting his singles, buying a crate of cheap vodka. Running out on bar tabs that like because he gets women plies them with alcohol but can't pay for the bill and then oh totally it's a husker do out the door and then he's got to hide but because it's a big giant old camcorder he has to hide it in an elaborate series of like like a birthday cake <laughs> like a nice thing. <laughs> birthday cake. I don't know I'm just trying to think because he got a big giant camcorder like get out of here up. you birthday clown <laughs> you got a camera on that cake you prostitute. <laughs> I just there wanted to film us I'm making love. <laughs> I'm not one. What was that from? Uh, it was from the... You're we calling were, me this, but it I'm was, not one. It was me. It was. I know it was you. It's from the f- Henning's favorite sketch, Fat Pig. Oh, fuck. Then That's because we just saw it. Yeah. That's, that's back to my blackout drinking days. <laughs> that was a horrible day. I remember you just... 
I don't want to even talk. I'm going to throw up in my mouth. Anyways, yeah. The, the context was we were all hanging out. And then Hans came up to me and he was like, I think I just called that woman a fat pig. And I was like, what? And he was like, I think I called her a fat pig. So now I have to call everyone a fat pig. So it seems like a affectation that I have. <laughs> <laughs> I just was, that was the funniest thing to me. I was like, "All right, I'll roll with it." Hey, you fat pig! But and I, it was someone we hung out with a like lot, a, so. and super sweet, and not uh, a fat, fat pig at all, nor a pig. And it was, it was just an like old pig. <laughs> I think I called that pig fat. <laughs> I'm offended. <laughs> what was the pig? Mr. Oinkers? I'm offended. I'm offended. That's my other character, Angry Pig. T-shirt. Angry pig, Midwest prostitute. We God, we're going to have a fucking hand. sketch show before we know it. Welcome to Gooch and the Geezer. Get out of here, you old distinguished pig. What was the pig's name? What pig? Fart pig? <laughs> what pig? Fat pig? What? Oh, the, the pig character that we just talked about. Did it even give it a name? No. Angry oh. pig. Oh, <laughs> I said Mr. Oinkers, and it oh, didn't, that Oinkers. one fell flat, so we'll, we'll, we'll go with fart send pig. that one back. <laughs> fart the pig. <laughs> In classic fashion. Let's just fuck call so it. So back to highbrow comedy. Fart the pig walks in. Fart the pig in a Midwest prostitute. It's a pig prostitute. with a dick tattoo on it. Fart the pig and a Midwest prostitute walk into a bar and ask the bartender about their dick tattoos. Fucking sitcom. Midwest prostitute and his, his pet pig. Oh my god. Get out of here, you pig name fart. And Get the pig will come in handy when they're fucking in the woods. The pig can find truffles. I just... I just... Prostitute, you can stay. You can get your stay. pig out of here. Get your pig out of here. I just envisioned the camera panning from this couple fucking in the woods to like a, a lecherous pig behind a stump, <laughs> just watching them. Get out just of here, pig. eyeing them out of the woods and into the valley. Fulfill your fulfill your name, will ya? That's not even how you should have said that. That's how stupid I am. I can't even say word. I can't even. You know, common phrases. Yeah. I'll say them wrong all the time. Like, what's a like a cliche phrase? Like, that'll be the day. Cats can't day. lead a horse to drink. Yeah, exactly. You <laughs> can't water a horse drink. every day. Like a moron. Cats I'll back in the bag. Huh? Cats in the sack. That's not a phrase. Yeah, but I'll say it. I'll say. Oh, I'm. Penny's making shit up. Oh, you're a sack lunch. You know? <laughs> Is that a movie, by the way? No, it's a fake movie we made up. Sack lunch? I think so. Oh, God, it's such a good name. I think I, I called that girl a sack lunch. Now I have to go around calling <laughs> it. Call everybody sack lunch. Coming out this February. Sack lunch, and you know the. That's the way we did it. I think it was a joke that we made. When you Bad hear movie names. There's a film called Sack Lunch. Who's the first actor or actress? Who's the top billed actor or actress that you think of with that? 80s Kirk Cameron? Close to where I'm at. Halle Berry? <laughs> that's, that's way off. <laughs> the Bolt. look on your face, you were disgusted with him. Like, you stupid well, cause sack lunch. Get out of here, you prostitute. Sack lunch sounds like such an 80s comedy like name. Like John in my Candy. Opinion. Yeah. So I'm thinking Goldie Hawn. <laughs> no? I could see that. John Candy. Wait. John uh, I don't know why. I just when you said sack lunch, I was like summer rental. It would be yeah. a, like John Candy, Goldie Hawn in sack lunch. Here's what I picture: sack lunch, Goldie Hawn. Uh-huh. Uh huh. What's her profession? She's a genie. She, um, she's a genie. She's a genie. Okay. All right. So Goldie Hawn is okay. a genie, okay. and uh-huh. Kurt Russell, of course, wife just died. 
Okay. And he's got three kids to this, take care of and just, make sack is, lunches for. This is overboard. You're describing <laughs> the plot not, of overboard, no, it's except instead of Goldie Hawn being rich, she's a fucking genie. It's the same thing. He's he's got to make sack lunches for the kids. Uh huh. Take that's just a that's what it's called. I'm just gonna 80s. call overboard when, sack lunch when you're a, when you're. A, when you're a single dad in mm-hmm. the 80s, yeah. you can't keep it together because I feel like yeah. that's what men were like in the 80s. Like, that was a weird affect they had. It was like they are terrible dumb, fathers. Dumb dads. D- dumb dads. Mm-hmm. Take that, dad. Yeah. Uh, so that's what they called a single dads, dad yeah. that had trouble uh, taking care of his kids. He that's was, our second movie after he, sack lunch. He was sack, dumb dads. He was sack lunching it. Sack lunch. Oh, that fell fucking flat because you guys kept jumping in. No, uh, now I should even stop talking. I think Sack it should lunch be. Fell flat. I think John Candy, as the dad, single dad, he's the ultimate d- dumb dad. Dumb dad. Yeah, he like the essential. The of our childhood, he is the dumb dad. Totally right. of our era, like being kids, the ugly uncle. and being like ugly uncle. <laughs> 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 so dumb dad, dumb dad slash ugly ugly um, uncle. Taking care of kids. Goldie Hawn, uh, social worker. Uh, she I, falls in love with him, but also is trying to take his kids away, so there's a conflict. Uh, and then she get, she has to wear, like, the frumpy suits, and then you have a scene where they, like, go out on a date, and she's hot. Where it is Dumb it? dad classes it up. If it's John Candy. What, if, it's, if it's a movie starring John Candy, where does it take place? Treehouse. No, uh, ge- geographically, oh. Midwest, Milwaukee, or something. Definitely, that's good. Uh, uh, Kenosha, Des Moines, uh, Iowa. Iowa's good, but it doesn't doesn't play. I was saying Chicago, St. Louis. Oh, well, yeah, of course. Yeah, maybe somewhere in Canada. My genie idea just went the because it's overboard. Out. You just pitched <laughs> overboard and changed it from a rich person to a genie. It's the same premise. I don't. But know. I didn't get to finish the premise. He's making he's taking care of the kids. Finds a lamp. They <laughs> <laughs> got a junk shop, or did he? At does he find it in his market. in his sack lunch? Well, I thought. Holy shit! She's a she's a sack lunch genie. She, yeah, she lives in a sack. That's I haven't seen <laughs> I haven't seen Overboard. I don't know what you're talking about, but my mind went to a kid. Henning, you haven't seen Overboard. Mm, Sorry, the kid. The kid finds a magic thermos. In a sack. So is she a shitty genie then? Because she lives in a thermos. So she's a little rundown. Yeah. Do we get like a flashback to like Persia, three BC, and like she gets trapped in the lamp? So we get context for her genie-ness? She was a powerful Ferris. That Ferris. Is that that the female Pharaoh? Uh, It's a Pharaoh. Do you hear me say Pharaoh? (laughs) You're a female Pharaoh. She's a female Pharaoh that got that what treated her. That's not right at all, Pharisee. She's a female Pharisee. Gotcha. Okay. That treated her subjects poorly. Uh huh. And they banished wizard her curse to a lamp. Wizard curse. Fuck yeah. Uh, so what? she's a shitbag of a person. Yeah. So she's banished, and so she needs to get released. Does she become a real woman at the end of the movie? Is that how we she, her falling in love with John Candy, Kurt Russell, dumb dad, like brings her back to reality? She gets banned into a sandwich. Right, she gets cursed into living with this horrible family. Ugh. <laughs> they got, are they still together? Yeah, yeah. Fucking amazing. They got one Russell Hawn combo. Thank you for talking about kids. Because have you seen John Candy's daughter? You're having daughter? a kid. 
You seen John Candy's daughter? No. no. <laughs> I'm too focused on John Candy's daughter. <laughs> I'm going to kidnap John Candy's kids. No, no. John Candy's daughter looks just like him. Oh. <laughs> She's got, he's a... got a son, too. Looks nothing like him. But the no daughter? Shit. Spitting image? I shouldn't have, you, I, All I did was say the daughter and then licked my lips. Because <laughs> I, I had nothing else to say. God. <laughs> so I live, I live between my ears, gentlemen. <laughs> so, yeah, Jeannie... She becomes a real woman at the end. Is that what we're thinking? I like it. You got to go somewhere with it. Is, it, is there an evil wizard angle because she get banished? Is is that guy evil, still kicking? The evil vizier. The, the vizier. Yeah, the Jafar character played uh, by F. Murray Abraham. Yes. Boom. Always. Ah, Salieri forever. Who oh. is the, the Who is the generic F. Murray Abraham? And I know you're gonna get this in a heartbeat. Generic F. Murray Abraham. Always talks her like this, and he was in a movie with John Candy and Dan Aykroyd, where he played uh, uh, like a overbearing Puerto Rican neighbor, and the movie was called Nothing But Trouble. And he has oh, always shit. been my generic F. Murray Abraham. Do you yeah, know what I'm yeah, I know exactly you're talking about because he's in the uh, um, the movie with that uh, Nothing But Trouble. Uh, with John Candy yeah. and Chevy Chase, which is, I bring that up to people and I describe it. They're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Do you get physically sick when you think of that movie? Because that's yeah. what happens to me. Yes. All it, it, all it takes is two things. Well, we'll I'll do context. It's so nothing but, okay. since we never, we have yet to do any context. Explain to me. As um, if Henning, I'm, I've never seen the movie, which I haven't. He hasn't. Uh, the premise is Chevy Chase and uh, Demi Moore are these rich, affluent New Yorkers, uh-huh. and them and their friends, who are brother and sister, are they're gonna drive? They're driving down to Miami or some something like that, and then they pass through a uh, shit kicker mining town, and they get pulled over by John Candy and taken to the who courthouse, who is the the local constabulary, right? Um, and he, they get taken, and it's basically just a shelled-out town. And Dan Aykroyd plays the judge, and basically he's the judge, jury, and executioner. So they get brought up in front of him, and he just keeps calling Chevy Chase a banker because bankers ran their town into the ground. The premise is he hates fucking bankers. bankers. Uh, and it's like this weird sort of like wrecked town that's like a giant junkyard with this old like plantation house in the middle and like it's like an old fun house there's all these weird trick doors and there's like a death machine that he sentences people to what? they arrest Humpty what? Humpty don't Humpty gets fed to this murder machine no they let them go <laughs> oh cause they're so they funky perform a great funk song whoa this movie just went really surreal no there's a fucking death machine it's Magical it's called the bone realism. crusher uh the bones and it plays like a like a metal like Where's the bone slicker or some shit like bones that. Bone slicker, yeah. bone slicker, something like it's that. It's a roller coaster that bone stripper. Bone stripper, that's what that, it is. That you go on the roller coaster and everybody that gets arrested, like, well, this is a cool sentence. Roller coaster, yeah, have fun. And then it cuts to like them screaming before they go into Mr. Bone Stripper, the bone stripper, and then just spits out spits bones. out. It's just a wood White, chipper. ivory, clean bones into a pile. Um, so they get sentenced to this house. They, they get kept for dinner. And John Candy is the cop, but he also plays his twin sister, 
who is in love with Chevy Chase, <laughs> looks obviously. Looks a lot like his daughter. Looks a, exactly. It's his daughter with red hair. Um, and they get trapped in this house, and it's just them trying to escape. And Dan horror. Aykroyd plays like a crusty old man, and there's a scene where he like pulls his face off because he's, he's so old. Yeah, he's like, and they eat hundreds of years. These old. disgusting, <laughs> hot dogs. dick-like white, white hot dogs <sighs> with like foreskin on the end. Uh. It's just like, and as a kid, and then there's a scene <laughs> oh. later. The two people who run the junkyard are probably well-known 80s comedians. They're dressed as fat, sweaty babies. Something and Bobo. They Juju talk like this. Oh, yee. And they're just these big, fat baby men. And they're so like And they're greasy. dirty and greasy. Like Tweedledee and Tweedledee. Exactly. Yeah, but Is this an allegory of, of uh, Beyond the Looking Glass? Oh, my God. Alice it, it was written by him. Because he had Lewis Carroll. C.S. Eliot. Written by C.S. Eliot. It was written by Sam Frank Elbaum. Stephen King. Uh, no, it could be, I it's guess. an adaptation. I just wanted perhaps. to... And I loved that movie as a kid. Oh, me too. I Maybe was, you'll was, appreciate it more now that you know that it's based on Alice in Wonderland. I hate Alice in Wonderland. I... <laughs> now I hate that movie. Hate, I... I hate fantasy. I, I know now that as we describe that movie, if I were listening to this, mm-hmm. I would... I think it's I on Netflix. Be, I'd be screaming at my wall because... Because I know the movie, mm-hmm. and we were like, if this happens, and this happens, and this happens, it's like, what, what about what about John Candy? And uh, when he... Sack lunch in it? When he, doesn't he dress up like a woman at some yeah, point? Yeah, he plays his sister. And marries himself? <laughs> I wish. No, he plays, he plays a brother and sister. Mm. So he plays his sister, like... Thugatha or some dumb name like that. I think it's and she <laughs> she wants to marry Chevy Chase. Like that's how they get out. Like part of it is this fake marriage. This isn't. This is madness. Are, they're like, is there a gas leak in that fucking apartment? Like, what are they talking about? <laughs> what I mean. Uh, so yeah, so John Candy, yeah, he plays a woman so, and himself. And Henning hasn't seen it. So next. Anyways, next. circle the wagons. The uh, fake F. Murray Abraham is in it. Fuck. And and all I wanted to get to was. He had a glass of wine at my bar once. <laughs> this actor. Oh, that. my God. This actor from that movie. Our brains are fucking broken. If that was the point of the story. I, and it, I don't remember what it was. And, I'll, and I, can't, uh, I can't listen back to this because, I, like I said, I'll want to slit my own throat if I hear myself. <laughs> you want to go to the woods? Uh, go to the woods, you <laughs> prostitute pig. Believe me, I'm silently screaming in my head right now. But I know the rest of the podcast can't be just me. What the fuck? That sounds like a good movie. I'll it's, check it out. It's, I think it's on Netflix. It's it's worth it. As a kid, it's just super captivating because it's all of these comedians you like, and it's just weird. It's just a weird, dark movie. I like dark. I like black humor. You do, I don't think you mentioned the name. Uh, nothing, nothing but, but trouble. trouble. Ah. Um, I don't think you'll be able to watch it all the way through. Do you? <laughs> that no, is I a dare. It in a while. No, I think <clears throat> I'll take you up on that. I don't think you. I don't think so. You'll have to. You'll have to live. <laughs> Facebook it, whatever yeah. that is. The actual, just the entire movie. <laughs> it's just like Facebook the entire movie. Can you do that? How long do they, do they, um, I don't, I don't do you know, have a time I don't limit? know if there's a cap on it. I've been living it right now. This whole time. Wow. How many likes are we up to? Two. Oh, nice. One from Meg Oops. and one from Ashley. 
And one from John Candy's daughter. <laughs> it's like, someone's talking about You jackass prostitutes. Greg Stone didn't give us a like yet? No, I didn't. We I'm mentioned not, like I'm not five times. I know. We should. No. No. Not yet. Not, not yet, until, no. not until Not, not until our shoe, moms are not until he but sh- our dads. Shoehorns himself in at this table. Um, yeah, well, I guess we can... Would we go back to the beginning? Hey? Yeah. Like, how we all met? Because then, then we can talk about the... Uh, the dirty sex shop. Okay, so that was one podcast in the can. Now, now we do it for real. Yeah, <laughs> we'll yeah, just start yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, just. Uh... Oh God. So, the idea of of starting <laughs> like <laughs> let's give it a start. I was about to go. Hi, my name's Casey, and I, I was like, that's stupid. And then that's what hit me is <laughs> is that that precious feeling again. Like, oh no, if we're oh, actually God, starting, this is, this is what it is. Up. Fuck that. I love because so, we tried to record a podcast once, and I'm going to do a shout out to old Greg Stone. Uh, tried to do a podcast before, and it's fucking a half an hour of us debating about when to start and what right. the start should be. So it's like, <laughs> all right, ready, go. Hi, my name's Casey. And then it's like, no, you're supposed to. All right, this is for real this time. We're starting for real. This is the real intro. We're really beginning. Hi, my name's Casey. You and I recently found. You can do it the, that way. Is that how you, yeah, no. Nah, but Henning, you go first. What's? Huh? So you go first. You know, it's just that they don't know you over and over and over, and it's so funny to listen to because that's all it was. It was like an hour of the discussion Nothing about starting, and, and it's like, oh, we got to share a mic. We stop. We do this when it's when I want you to talk, Henning. I'll point at you. Oh God. Mm. So that was that because there there's too many jokes. <laughs> yeah, you're eating up on my jokes. <laughs> Fucking jokes. When I had it, now you can talk, Hans. <laughs> jokes. Perfect. Great. And now, uh, so that's yeah, right. I was watching. We came up with a system. It was of so. Points. We're so. That's the idea. It's so precious. And like, there was it has to be like perfect. Nothing one perfect. microphone. It was a computer. We were all shouting at a laptop, basically. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Um. So, we'll just set up. So, that's Hans. That's Henning. This is me. Get out of here, you prostitute. (laughs) Casey Van Heel. (laughs) Drop in the guitar riff. (laughs) We need, like, bong bubbles. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Too early for a smoke, (laughs) Geech. Anyways, Uh, I'm so tired today. (laughs) Now I'm up, the guys that... (laughs) The radio morning DJs that have to get up so early for their radio morning, their morning radio show that, of course, they don't know how to party. So no, they fake because they got to get up so at three like, a.m. Man, it's real early this morning. I, I'm so hungover. Uh oh, time for a bong hit. Now I'm jacked. It's like you guys. Are That's not how weed works. <laughs> it's true. It just makes you go to sleep. It's coke weed. Or just makes you stare off into the distance uh, and really <laughs> point out the flaws in movies. <laughs> All right, Geech. All right, Geech. So right. we got a male prostitute, his pig, fart, pig. fart the pig, uh, John Candy and Goldie Hawn in a movie called Sack Lunch. And his daughter. And his Watching daughter. it. <laughs> <laughs> Remembering her dead dad. <laughs> All right, from the beginning. Yeah. Oh, God. Ugh. Ugh. 
Good start, Hans. Thanks. <laughs> that was uh, real quick, and, I, and I'm hearing it in my voice as soon as I, I want to like uh, put emphasis on anything or 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 sound like put affect on anything. Yeah. By the way, that's my word today. I think I've used it like seven times. Word, Henning's word of the day, <gasps> affect. I uh, I enunciate, and that Midwest prostitute comes right out of me. <laughs> so when I was doing, I was filming something filming something i was i had one line in the sh- was on the set i i was i had one line in maybe the shittiest movie ever made didn't the director disavow the movie it was so bad yeah he did Dis- to the point if we were to say his name he would cm sue. he would sue us <laughs> he uh he would, he's not doing anything so they're anyways. directing me this guy's directing me and he is a guy that you would know let's just call him law and order because he All was right. on one of the many iterations of law and order he was on law and order mm-hmm. with sam waterston and he was he ran the whole narrative of this movie so he was the thing that glued it together and he was directing it and as soon as he maybe saw i don't i don't know i don't know the answer to this but he saw something or finally was just like can you edit me out of it completely and i want my name nowhere on it and they, they took his name off the direct I don't know the story. It's not fair of me to talk. You were in the movie, though. I was in it. For Hans one, was on set one for a horrible line. comedy. And so, you know, you shoot a scene. Uh, they have you repeat it. <laughs> but so from the booth, the audio booth, they, they chime in and they just go, Hey, pal. <laughs> Are you a Midwest so, prostitute or something? <laughs> basically, they said, Hey, pal. So you're from Canada? <laughs> and, and for no reason. They hadn't chimed in. I saw other shooting. Like, other people, like, were doing voice and shit. But they, that must have been how obvious and bad it was. I and see. And so that doesn't get me self-conscious right. When you get all. nervous or when you, when you try exactly. and really enunciate, when you trying, slip yeah, into yeah. the Midwest. Well, yeah, when you get cornered, you're hands, on your back foot. Yeah. You're like, yeah, like and then I'm doing right now. I feel cornered. And so I... And then I feel stupid about my response, which was, no, I'm from the Midwest, you know. And then <laughs> no, now I'm from I feel South like, Dakota. <laughs> now they know some dirty secret or something because I hold these New York scumbags in some high esteem. But and their what, response after that was, you're the first person I've met from there. Yeah, oh, is it a nice place? Yeah, right. <laughs> no, uh, the other thing I is did. Is that in America? The other thing I did real quick is, and I didn't get any direction on this. Uh-oh. This was a choice. They didn't make the movie. So the line, uh, should I do like the, the line or the joke? The idea of the movie was. Was just shitty jokes. Shitty right? jokes acted out live. And the one. The did joke, we write this movie, by the way? <laughs> the, the, the joke scene I was in was about two people waiting in a, we were in a waiting room to donate, to donate fluids, to donate blood, so to speak. So we're waiting to donate Wasn't blood. it a sperm bank? Oh yeah, it was a sperm I feel like that has to be no, it what it is. It was a. It was, that's I hope it's. Jokes, I, I hope it's a blood bank because then it's just fucked up. No, it it was a bank bank. <laughs> it's an actual bank. <laughs> no, but it was. That's why these, deposit a check. That's why these jokes should never be acted out because you don't need that in the joke. I guess not that any of these jokes are good. Get to it. Get to it. They were finish at lines a, in sight. They baby. were at a hospital, and I was there to donate. Semen. <laughs> okay. Right. I thought gotcha. it was blood, but I was there to donate sperm. And she was there to donate. A woman was sitting next to me to donate blood. And we're talking. And I'm and I'm like, yeah, I get 100 bucks for donating jizz. And you said jizz. That was your choice. Fair. <laughs> Pull the drug. I have notes. I have notes. I'm going to say jizz. So, I'm from even, Canada, I must, so I say jizz. I must, jizz. 
I'm, I'm here to donate jizz. <laughs> <laughs> Officially, um, first so tagline of the first. <laughs> So I'm here to donate just. I was so worried about remembering God. my lines. And you know what would happen if I just hit him with that? They'd, just put me, they'd give me a direct Pour some credit. maple syrup on that yeah. line because it is Canadian. So I'm there to donate semen. And she goes, oh, I'm here to donate blood. I go, oh, yeah, what do you get for that? <laughs> here you go. <laughs> oh, yeah, what do turn you get into, for we that? We all turn into our moms. And she goes, uh, 25 bucks. I go, oh, yeah, I get 100 for jizz. <laughs> And she goes, oh, that's that's too much. That's <laughs> no, too much. What? Don't no, judge me. I I wish I need to rewrite. That's too much. Right. You don't know nothing about my jizz. So this is a debate about the price of blood versus jizz. I promise you, I'm I'm going to take the transcript of this, and we're going to actually act this joke out live on stage now, word for word. <laughs> right. But this. So we were- and then the doctor, it it, split, it cuts back, and I go, oh, you're you're back. So she goes to donate mm-hmm. blood. I go to donate jizz. <laughs> and <laughs> the camera, <laughs> the camera, it's the next day. Camera swipe. Yeah. Christ. And, and Almost then, there, baby. The finish line's right there, baby. We can see it. And then it, like, it's just like, oh, you're here to donate blood again. And she has a mouthful of cum. <laughs> yeah, that's why I asked if it was. Okay, so the joke is. And so she, no. A, you and a girl at an actual bank yeah, debating yeah. the price of blood versus jizz. No, not at an actual bank. <laughs> no, <it's not laughs> an actual bank. <laughs> What's this doctor doing here? Go That's back. why it's funny, because it's just horrifying. Go back to the jizz bank, you doctor. <laughs> There's a woman in a bank with a mouthful of jizz. And the whole like, point of the story is after she's... Uh, so and the, then it was the idea... This is was, two, day, like, two separate days? Well, we didn't shoot it on two No, days. no, I'm saying... <laughs> the scenario I, takes place over I'm just, right, I go take a breather, The, guys, the world tomorrow. that we're building in this joke, this joke universe that we're existing in right now. Well, yeah. I don't know how fast you can go You and out. the woman are at a, a fluid bank. We'll just say fluid. Yeah. You're there to donate blood. Yeah! <laughs> yeah. Hey, where are you from, Jersey? <laughs> However long it takes to go out and get a mouthful right, of so the woman, so you and the woman are at a fluid bank. Costume department. Change right. your shirt. Gotcha. They put you in all denim. Canadian tuxedo. <laughs> denim. Gave you a ho- hockey stick. I'm here to donate. Jizz, howdy. Howdy, jizz. I'm here to make a withdrawal. I'm going to go on a date with John Candy's daughter. Hey, I'm Dillin- Dillinger wasn't even from Texas. <laughs> hey, I'm George J- W. Bush <laughs> from Canada, eh? A jizz robbery with George <laughs> Dillinger. Put him up. Your dicks, that is. That's a new character, George Dillinger. George the Dillinger, the jizz bandit. <laughs> oh, okay, God. so you and the woman are at a fluid bank. Yeah. You debate like, oh man, jizz is this much, blood is this much. She is Time intense. swipe, you're Time both swipe. back at the fluid bank. Yep. So a week later. <laughs> so... Not to besmirch the character of your characters. What the fuck are you guys doing donating blood once a week? Anyways, so a week later, whatever, you're both back at the blood bank, and she yeah. comes back with a mouth full of jizz. That's my, I, my line is, you're here to donate blood again. And she goes, mm-mm. Right? Right. Pa- that's the joke. That's the joke. I would like to hear this joke Punch. told in a bar but because this- the guy get punched in the face. Like, you suck, you piece of shit. That ain't no joke. This was my joke tagged to that. Is you farted. I, 
do this. You didn't think it was funny enough, so yeah, I didn't think it was God funny punch it enough. up. And I and now in retrospect, the laugh I got when I did it, which made me do it until the director told me to stop. Please stop. The last one. Just grabbed you by the arm. Stop. Would you? He just said, Please. "Yeah, don't do that." Was I would? She would say "mm to me, and I would go "hamana hamana." <laughs> Hamana? Hamana? But I don't think I would say <laughs> What are you, the fifth stooge? Like, <laughs> I don't think I said it audibly, but I would give a, a breathy and turn to the camera slowly. I'd picture Ricky Gervais in extras on his crappy yeah, Totally, stuff. like, fucking wig so, show. You know, over here. a union guy gave me a chuckle, but I think he gave me a chuckle, like, because he's been around the this Canadian is longer than me. The chuckle was, what a fucking piece of shit this guy actually I've seen Adam this. Sandler, and this guy's a piece of shit. Yeah. Take that, Adam Sandler. No, the, the, the one so mid, I love the that Midwest th- thing about me, sorry. The Midwest yeah. thing about me on the set. That you the didn't you, point, so I... That the union I guy... On your toes. The Midwest thing... So I had the Midwest accent that they made... So they were making fun of me in every fucking aspect of this movie. From the moment I walked into the set, they were shooting a different scene. And I'm like, oh, you know, this is cool. They're shooting an actual... The Law & Order Studios down um Chelsea Piers. Law & Order Street. Law & Order Street. And... Uh, they're shooting in the Law and Order studios in Law and Order Street, directed by Law and Order guy. <laughs> and I walk into the Law and Order set, and I'm, I'm like, "This is impressive. This is cool. I have a line in this movie." Yeah, and, you're in a, you're gonna I'm be actu- in a movie, and I'm actually seeing more so. I'm actually seeing a real production, which sure. is cool. The fir- I'm there for less. This is why I have Rube across my head. And, and originally, I was like, I just these, spit on these you." These people really think I'm a bumpkin, but I just am. <laughs> I, 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 I now I know I just am. It's not. Like, it's not thinking. What am I giving just... off this vibe? Yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> just like, hear I'm that tuba, like within thirty seconds, they just go, "Hey, asshole!" I don't think they said asshole. Let's see. That's in my head, but I think they just go, "Hey, pal." You want to get on the other side of the camera? <laughs> Were you looking into the camera like, I mean, what is this? The answer is no. But like people can just detect like I'm going to take this kid down a peg because they were still fat face stupid They were stupid. still setting up the shot. No, no, nothing was being taken. Nobody was other in place. Side of the camera, and I was just like I was just looking around the set and they could just feel they could feel the heat come or coming off of the me. rube, the, the rubiness. Feel my rubbish that, and so then, so then the whole day I'm self conscious of that. They literally put me in a closet for like four hours, in pure jerk practice, the dressing room, law and order closet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for four hours, I like these one line in pure jerk practice fashion. I went over the line so much that I had it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) And then I and then I had the sweet improv at the end. Where was I? The mid- oh, so that's how I yokel? hear my voice. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm Rube. I might as well just accept it. When I go back, and if I have to listen to this to take out a name so I don't embarrass anybody. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. I'll hear nothing but the hard shushes in my voice, the pops, the, the hard accent, the fucking uh, effeminate panic I'll have, just all that shit. So I just have to get over it. Uh, oh, that's the – Yeah. So Hans has been in a movie. Henning, what have you ever done? He's made a movie. So. Just commercial In the woods? <laughs> he makes movies in the woods. Oh, my God. I wish I was that gay. So murderer? 
Making of a Hanging? Making of a Hanging. <laughs> <laughs> this movie's innocent. Get this movie out of prison. Free this movie. Free this movie. Free this movie. This, this movie's cousin is very soft-brained. Uh, I'm going to hit it here right off the bat. The, uh-huh. the concept of the podcast will just... I'll put this so quick, maybe, and Buried already I can tell it's too long. But the idea is just, we've been in a sketch group for, uh-huh. what's like crazy is like. Right. We, like, I've known Hans. 15 years. Since we were children. Yeah. And then I sat in the back of class with Henning in college. Mm-hmm. So we've all known each other for what? Yeah, like 15, like as a group, 15 years. I've been doing sketch <laughs> stuff. Dreaming the sketch world. Just dreaming the sketch. Living the sketch life, living baby. Living the sketch life. Sketchy sketch life. Fuck yeah. Uh, for like 13 years and, yeah. you know, we, we moved to New York to do, so we were doing sketch in Minneapolis where we, yeah. I was just about, where we became a cohesive unit. Where we gelled <laughs> as a yeah, trio. Baby. But that's where we came together and started sketches and rehearsed yeah. for two years until we finally got enough <laughs> balls to do Jesus our first Christ. Show. No, yeah, the idea was, I remember thinking, just because we lived in the Midwest, obsessed with Mystery Science Theater, we were like, "Fuck it, well, let's do public access." Oh yeah. And I was oh, like, "I'll God. just we'll just do a public access showcase where we'll write sketches." Henning and I were in college for animation. I was like, "We'll do like little cartoons, uh-huh. and we're gonna rule the fucking airwaves." Uh, so then we wrote for four years. <laughs> wrote a fucking overproduced. It would have been like the most the Steven Spielberg of. Uh, Fucking public access. That's why, and the idea is I want, and then we moved to New York and we did sketch in New York and then over the last few years, uh, it's not that we drifted apart uh, friend-wise, but we just haven't performed, we haven't been, we were, we we eventually, I would say, and not in our prime content-wise, but in our, when we were the most active, when we were the most active. Yeah, there's a uh, second part here coming, guys. You're welcome. <laughs> I hope you're happy. All right, it's going. Okay, so uh, boner uh, boobs computers. computers. Donatello. Okay, not Donatello. Computer. Mm. We're going back, back. Two All right. So in. I'm Hans. No, I can't start it like that. I can't start it like that. That's how it starts. Hello, I'm Hans. Oh, God. Long so, pause. Sounds like the last thing you want to hear when you go into a, like, a, a sex room. I'm Hello, Casey. I'm Hans. Oh, I'm Hans. That's, yeah. that's how much I despise myself. Like I even despise hearing my own name. <laughs> like When somebody's like, hey, my name's Hans. I'm like, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> I know that already. I just hate you like I hate myself, you <laughs> fucker. It's just so apparent. Anyways, or my favorite thing is because I've known you so long. Yeah, when you're like, "Oh, hi, I'm Hans," and Hans, Bubby, where they mm. reference fucking Die Hard every time, and two, it's always a dickhead. Two references, or and, I and get, they're never. You must be Franz. They're yeah, yeah, never. If somebody actually got it, I think actually I'd still my name be is like, Rons. I haven't introduced myself I, yet. We've written so many jokes, bad jokes, <laughs> oh, where we just take a name and put. The bizarre consonants over it. Yeah. Like, Roy what's Lahan? your name? Don? No, it's Bon. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and that's funny. They're all derivative but, of the Don audience, or John. You're just like, oh, Don. Don. When Don. I was at a, a dark point in my life a couple of years ago, 
I was actually I had to step back because I was slipping into an actual second personality. personality. And his name was Don. Don Ridge. Don Ridge. (laughs) And it was I was noticing like different when I would write, I would either write as as myself or as Don Ridge. Don Ridge Senior. It's gotta be senior or junior. Artist, like dark piece of shit. I was way too I was in my I'm not too far in my 30s, but I was a man in my 30s, yeah. which is another thing. I, I see another guy named Hans, and I see a piece of shit. I see myself in a mirror. I'll always see like a 12-year-old kid. Yeah. Like I've never Done become rich. an adult. I'm not an adult. I don't know what a mortgage is. I, was, I told Henning I bought a car, and he <laughs> said, oh, yeah, a car? And I bought uh, this, uh, the car an insane yeah. person would buy. Right. Like a 19, I bought a 1995 Buick century yeah tangent i love um, the name don Ridd. like you either are a wildlife painter or you write western novels right oh yeah don ridge the that was i kept going into like one day i'll write the great novel the battle of don ridge <laughs> <laughs> oh that's so great it takes place at dawn and on the, a ridge and it's the about, battle is for his himself it's about it's no it's about civil war reenactments Oh, speaking of Civil War, tell us your story about the fruity, fruity soldiers oh, yeah. that you went to visit. <laughs> I just went down to Antietam and Harper's Ferry, and uh, I was kind of enamored of the concept of a joave, which is a really weird spelling, Z-A-O-U-V-E, or something like that. That was my personality, John Joave. John joave. What is a joave? Joave is a, uh, they're like the cosplayers of the Civil War. They would dress up in in the uniforms of soldiers they admired rather than the Yankees versus and then get stabbed by Johnny Reb in the gut with a bayonet rather than the Yankee uniform fuck I'm French the, wait 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 go fuck yourself you're dead so they're civil uh, civil war reenactors no they're actual soldiers these, these soldiers they're the rich guys actually they were took like, part in the war I don't want your poor man's uniform I'm gonna buy my own <laughs> wait wait now I know I'm Crossing wires because what I'm hearing is, like, what, these are the oldest Confederate generals. Like, no, no. Instead, they were, weren't the rich guys that paid not to fight. They were the rich guys who showed up. Yeah. And then they were like, "Fuck your uniform! I'm gonna wear a, a Frenchman's uniform." I don't from, like blue. I don't like gray. I like. The, I like Napoleon. Yeah, it was the Napoleonic from the Napoleonic Wars, especially in in the uh, North African part in the of, North of African war. theater. Theater. So they were dressed up like this was back when French people were French were the best were the best soldiers. Uh, they, uh, they dressed up in blue and red. They looked lovely, and they had the the fezes on and everything. Couldn't fight for shit though. Oh, so rich people would pay to 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 uh, support a regiment going down to fight the war, and it was up to them what they were dressed like. They would pay. And, and Henning's a part of a skeptics group, so they believe the Civil War didn't even happen. Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> That's why they were there. I mean, I'm on the fence myself. It Slavery in, didn't happen. It was an inside job. Oh, God. God. Uh, we believe Bigfoot was involved somehow. Wait, so... <laughs> a, so, a joie the rebels. Yeah. was an actual thing during the Civil War. Yes. A joie is not a faction of Civil War reenactors that are like... No, no, no. No, I'm not just a rebel... I'm that one rebel, Don Henley. Don, Don Henley. Henley. 
Yes. I'm that one rebel, Don Ridge, a specific guy, yeah, right. and I dress and have the same exact affects <laughs> as Ding. him. No, but all right, I get it now. And on that level, I remember hearing something. You know what? I think we all heard it because it was on Dan Carlin, <laughs> and he was talking about uh, the this concept of the Napoleonic Wars and getting all dressed up and wearing the bright colors and the white gloves and everything. And that's how the first French regiments entered World War One, entered the battles during World War One. Oh I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And just got fucking just got slowed down. Oh yeah, because the Germans were like, "What? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we have tanks." Well, these guys, too, in the Civil War. Yeah, they weren't. Also, got, that's why we don't hear about them, because they died immediately. Yeah. But they had the best-looking corpses. Best-looking corpses, yes. That's one of my first of many impressions. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> and the uh, gay rat from uh, Charlotte's Web. Is the, uh, oh, oh Charlotte. That's what I believe. I believe. Uh, the um, Paris so you the were 20s. in didn't, It didn't have to be, not necessarily all of them were after the French... Regiments in in the Napoleonic Napoleonic Wars. Either it was uh, some of them were just dressed up like firemen. <laughs> what? So it's a costume party. A couple of the Irish swabs from from Boston or from New York just, dressed as firemen to just, to get murdered in the Civil War. Yeah, just like the idea of dressing up as firemen to some fight of the them war. dressed as civilians and ran away. That is the same dandy shit you hear from that time, though. Like, yeah, I'm tr- like you know these guys that just had so much money. They just, like, I'm going to wear skis to work. (laughs) (laughs) The J.P. Morgan did do that. Oh, yeah. I bet he sure did some other skiing. Ooh, yeah. (laughs) That's where we drop in the effect. The the bong, the bong, rip from the bong. (laughs) Casey on the bong. On the the disgusting (laughs) bong effect. (laughs) Put that bong away, (laughs) you prostitute. (laughs) <laughs> it's if you smoked a bong, just stick your like your French kissing a bong. Uh, oh God. Um. Oh. So we got cut off before, so I'm gonna start real quick, and maybe I can put this at the beginning. Awesome, because it'll be our fifth start again, and then all they always come in the middle or at the end. So, anyways, this is what who I am, and this is what we're doing. Oh, the battery died. All right. <laughs> um. It's got to be like official. Like, what's your in? What's your, what's your tagline? What's your sign on? Hello, my name is Hans. <laughs> Shut the lights off. My name is Hans. Oh, that's ah oh, man. I, I'm not quick enough because I wanted to come in right. Mine's like as rip soon the as bong. I, it's Case. <laughs> I, thought, I thought I thought that was your DJ name. All right, I'm gonna cut over to rip the bung. <laughs> rip the bung. Yo, I'm rip bung. <laughs> Because that's what I do. I rip some bung. So the idea was... Henning's name is Computer, by the way. Uh, let's take it over to Computer. Tits, boner, and computer. <laughs> hey, tits. Tell me the weather. <laughs> take it over. That's like an actual... What was the um, radio sh- sitcom in the 70s? WKRP? Yeah, in Cincinnati, yeah. So in Cincinnati. Oh, yeah. That... That's what they would. God, wouldn't they? Wasn't the news guy like a stuffed shirt? So they would yeah. mess with him. They're like, "Let's take it over to Dickhead." <laughs> no right? Yeah. No. One of the That's one of them was really <laughs> uptight. The teacher from head of the class was like, "Doctor Midnight here on the flip side." Uh, I got it. For great. some reason, that came up while I was at work at the bar. 
and only one person knew the reference besides me. And people, you should have seen the look of disdain on these people's faces. They were just like, "Why do you know that?" What reference? Just talking about WKRP in Cincinnati. Oh, oh, Because oh. and I was like, Lonnie Anderson was on it, and they're like, "Go back to school, you fucking idiot!" <laughs> just like, yeah. go back in time, you fucking dinosaur. <laughs> I have no idea, but I'm enjoying it in case. You don't know WKRP in Cincinnati? Well, well, you'll find out is that this is the dynamic we have had since we met each other. Hans and I only know (laughs) dumb pop culture references, and Henning knows none. He's a clean slate. So we'll talk about things like WKRP in Cincinnati or head head of the class. And then we look at Henning, and he just goes, I... I, didn't, I don't know what you're talking about. What, but that's, that's uh, it's always been a constant. So I saw... What did, I, what did you see that. that Henning has never seen? A, I saw a uh, picture of all the cast members of Head of the Class. And that show was on when I was like four. Yeah. Right? It's and an then probably show. syndicated when I was like eight yeah. or nine. I watched so much of it. Same here. And I, as soon as I saw the picture, I couldn't name all the characters' names. I could just go, that's a fat guy from Head of the Class. That's his nerdy friend that would later be on Keenan and Kel as the grocer. That's the one who Mike Tyson. That's uh, the guy from WKRP in Cincinnati. I think he has a Nazi's name because I always called him <laughs> like I always called him like Herman Hess. Is that his name? <laughs> is that his it's name? Close, I think. So I was always like, I'd always be like, is that and the Masada is that always Gary? on his tail? So and then I saw the cool guy and I knew the his cool name. Guy. His name was Eric. Yeah, Eric was. was a cool guy with long, greasy curls. With a K, Eric with a K. Eric with a K. I don't know why. That's leather jacket. He couldn't read. <laughs> he produced all that. The Nickelodeon sketch comedy show. Uh, do you know that one? Are you? I'm pointing at you, Henning. When I point, you talk. Do you know all that? Oh, no. I'm, Fuck. I lost what you were talking and about. And see, that, see, here's that where just went. what happened. You and I only spoke in a chain of weird fucking pop culture references, and Henning is just like... I need a glass of water. And here's the scary thing about those culture references. We are too young to have head-of-the-class right. culture references. But yeah. I feel like we're just a tidge tidge. See? Yeah. I don't know how to say, say words. I think we're a tinge. <laughs> Is that a word? Tidge, tidge, twinge. I think we're a twin. Twinge. We're a twinge. Too old for all that. Am yes, I right or wrong? Probably, yeah. Or a little young. We were watching little Nickelodeon. Yeah, I was in high school watching a child sketch comedy show. Was it any good? I can't remember. Keenan was always good. Yeah. I think. (laughs) I don't know. Keenan's always good. (laughs) Trying to get on my book. Keenan's good side. He's going to be on the podcast. Yeah. Talk about comedy with (laughs) Keenan. Tell us about that sketch where you were in a bathtub and you had a bad French accent. Oh, that was Rob Schneider. (laughs) Right? No, it was Mike Myers. Remember, Mike Myers had a sketch in Saturday Night Live where he just played Philip Tubboy. He had like I'm a yeah. He had like a lisp. Danny DeVito. I only remember Danny DeVito was in one with him. I saw. I had an image. We must have been trying to do something with Danny DeVito with a Photoshop sketch we were doing. Oh God! And, what was this? and how many was, dicks did he have on his he head? He didn't have any dicks on his head, but it was. It was all right. So I can see the the initial still I used right, uh-huh. and then the way you save it is it saves the Photoshop sure. in, image right next to it. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So it was a film still, an from, unmarred Danny it was DeVito still, a film still <laughs> of uh, 
Field of Dreams. Okay. And it was Kevin Costner, Ray Liotta, and his daughter. And I don't think we did anything with Ray Liotta, but Jeffrey Dahmer was now his daughter. Oh, God. <laughs> I can't wait. And Jeffrey Dahmer was the daughter, and Danny DeVito was Kevin Costner. And I have no reference what to what we would fuck? use that for. I'm trying to, like, paint a picture in my head to, like, justify it, and I can't. It's something like, you like Field of Dreams? Well, I got Field of Dreams. Only we got... Jeffrey Dahmer and Don, Danny, Danny DeVito, DeVito headlining the bill. Oh, God. That's so <laughs> stupid. Uh, it's good, though. Good stupid. Good stupid. As everybody So what were you doing is. in ye old Westy, Virginia? You set up a little West Virginia? Uh, sure. Uh, we, in, we did a Fringe Festival comedy show. As jerk practice and the fringe, the fringe, the famous and, fringe, and the jerk practice were there. Uh, you Ooh. guys did a world tour. That's a classic. Yeah. Um, anyway, but we did this sketch. It was called West Virginia, and the premise was uh, world tour. Oh, okay, I thought you were. <laughs> I thought you actually did uh, a show in West Virginia at some point. No. Excuse me. Oh, Jesus. What Put the, the brakes on the conversation. Jesus Computer, <laughs> stick a diskette in it, would ya? The thing about Henning and the reason he's wearing tinted glasses <laughs> is because he has goat eyes. <laughs> you can't tell the emotions of a goat or a computer. Hans played us a clip. another reference to a something, something nobody that, knows. Yeah. So what's the podcast? Anyway, okay. I'm going to skip West Virginia. You're going to tell us about yeah. true crime stories, but what were you doing in West Virginia, Henning? <laughs> Hanging out with a bunch of nerds and uh, giving nerdy talks about skepticism and science. Yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking disproving robot, man. Bigfoot at every turn. Which <laughs> <laughs> look on your face. <laughs> but I thought you were civil. <sighs> I'm so confused. And after that, we went up to Harpers Ferry and Antietam. Had a little bonus excursion, Fuck looking yeah. at uh, the battlefield. Was it a convention? Just a, a, a get mini together, con, a mini con, yeah. mini con. Skep- what do you guys do at Skep- C- Civil Con? Civil Con? Just all friends. We know each other on Facebook and decide to occupy a cabin together for f- Ooh, five nice. days, five nights. A lot of beakers. <laughs> beakers. <laughs> Play stinks of chemistry sets. I don't know. I don't know anything intellectual, so I just go to a lot of beakers and equations. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Picasso was there. <laughs> Picasso. That's, that's, he's a smart. He's a smart. <laughs> <laughs> the smarts, a computer. That's why they call me Boner. Hey, Boner. But the idea with the goat eyes. Is, yeah. All right. Screw goat eyes. Screw goat if you want to hear. So there's a podcast called True Murder. Uh-huh. I'm not promoting nor demoting. This isn't it. a native ad for. No, 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 no. Because I'm not going to. I don't even remember the guy's name. And he is what he is. So I, and what he is is a good podcaster. Exactly. That's fine. But it's just you listen to this and it'll it, it kind of it's one of those podcasts you listen to. <laughs> it sounds familiar. It just drones <laughs> on and you're like, what is going on? And then when you tune back in, it's always. <sighs> What's it about? It's about murders or murder. It's about it's true crime. It's about okay. murders. Like there's one on J.G. Mudgget. Oh, yes. H.H. Mudgkin. H.H. Holmes. And so it's a guy who wrote a recent book, and usually they're like tabloidy bullshit It's always like, and I am his son. Exactly. So the one on H.H. Holmes was, 
I'm his great grandson, and my grandfather, who disavowed, disavowed, Mudgett, disowned Jerry Mudgett. You always feel like you have to like set it up. Like, who the fuck is H. A. Holmes? It doesn't matter. He's a serial. Killer. He's a serial killer. So this guy wrote a One book about how he was his great great grandfather, and the family didn't speak of him. Uh, Why? <laughs> because he was a serial killer. <laughs> Uh, but then the entire book is stemmed around a tackle box that his grandfather <laughs> gave him that has uh, uh, hidden messages about how... Is there a ghost in how it? Is it cursed? The, the his, historical fact is that they hung <clears throat> this serial killer, and he died, and that uh-huh. was that. Yeah, yeah. But the rumor was he actually got away and lived out his life in uh, Mexico, and that's what this tackle box reveals. The issue is murders are not... Uh, they don't have a statute of limitations. Sure. So he can't show anybody the contents of the tackle box. Because he'll go to jail. Because he'll go to jail. For murder that's he didn't how commit. That that's how the law works. And so it's real, and he wrote a book about the contents of the tackle box, but... So basically this guy watched the end of Shawshank Redemption and went, I'm going to choose a serial killer. Right. He was my grandpa. So he gets interviewed by... Um, I don't know. So this the tackle box these has about these murders. something in it that is like, and it's always the contents it's, would send this man to jail. It's about as sweet and as exciting as powdered skim milk. It's mm. like, but what we were just listening to is a guy going off on rants about a. This is so fucking boring. <laughs> this is so fucking boring. I cannot get to the point. It doesn't matter. You can listen to it. Go to tr- download True Murder. So it was basically, he said the guy is so evil, he has goat eyes. Correct. The the that's how you can spot a truly nefarious, evil individual is that they have a goat's eyes. And this yes. is science. And this is science again. Beakers. If you rub his grandfather's tackle box three times, the ghost of Mudgett will come and do your bidding. And, you and become- raise three kids with Goldie. <laughs> You become a serial killer by transitive properties. Of Isn't murder. that all genies are just serial killers? That's the sequel, Serial That's Sack Lunch. Cooked. Serial Sack Lunch. Oh, it's cereal for my sack lunch. Oh, <laughs> I'll make it longer and worse. Just make it more. Hey, is this cereal in my sack lunch? Mudge, kid. Mudge, kid. It's a finger. This, this, this ghost. It's a. That's when they. It's a. Finger. It's not. A, now they don't actually make just movie sequels. They go straight to like a, a series for Netflix, and that sure, would yeah. be the catchphrase for that. Story. Right, and it it's always a finger. It always involves a gag. Like instead of a hot dog, it's always a finger. Instead of a, a Cheeto. Instead of a cornichon. <laughs> <laughs> I thought much kid. Sack lunch full of cornichons. <laughs> That's what a goat eye would pack. <laughs> just a bag of pickles. The jury didn't want to look him in the eyes because he just ate oh, pickles ate and pickles. had goat eyes. <laughs> but the jury. Oh, I was anyway. Yeah. I was gonna say the jury could put a quarter into a. a... <laughs> what? Uh, I was trying, you know, like those uh, when you're at a zoo and you can put a quarter in and get some corn and feed a goat. Yeah. And then I was trying to make the two mesh. Okay. And there was no bridge. And all that came out was you can put a quarter in it. No, it came out more like, (laughs) 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 I'm fucking an idiot. 
sound of a brain at work. Yep. That's one thing. Like my, I have no. Um, I'm just so inarticulate, like in just having a conversation, mm. that I just fear talking. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> and that's and that's why uh, that's what that's what you hear about people that just. With goat eyes. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm the same way. I'm the same fucking chowderhead. Like, all I, like, have you seen Netflix? Like, well, I don't have any frame of reference to speak to people anymore. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like, my in, like, I work with a, but like, I've worked at this place for a, a long time. And so everyone there is my age or older. But, like, those people are starting to leave. And everyone coming in is in their early 20s. And you, sometimes you think I'm speaking fucking Chinese. They just give me this vacant look like, oh, I man. wasn't even born yet. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here, you prostitute. Yeah. Are you old enough to be a prostitute? Do it for the love, prostitute. Do it for the love, prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like, you know what that sounds like? Oh, and it probably fucking is. You know what? It pro- well, I was going to say, that sounds like a uh, like a Bruce McCullough kind of like. Oh, uh, sure. Uh, kid, right? Mm. Kids in the hall. Like, yeah, yeah. Get Fucking a! What they have a sketch. It's one of my all-time favorite uh-huh. sketches, where and it's a it's like a cold open, and Is it I the guy I, shouting. It, it's just no. It's just Bruce McCullough looks out his window, and he and he just sees these oh, guys get out of my so garbage. Hey, millionaires, yeah. get out of that garbage! And then they just scatter, and that's it. That's so good. Yeah, and that sounds a lot like get out of here, you prostitute. See, I'm always ripping people, off. <laughs> but I'm keeping it. I'm keeping prostitute. This is the... Get your heart out, Nicole. We just repeat Kids in the Hall sketches podcast. I've done a lot of that in my life. I had <laughs> an ex-girlfriend. Life. I had an ex-girlfriend <clears throat> cut me down. You're just a parrot. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> it's like, Ooh. fuck me. That one. Oh, that stings. Right in the balls. Yeah. Yeah, she's right. But it's because she, she asked for it. Do that Chris Farley. Oh, I got no. I, got no. And I, I love that she goaded you into it and then oh. just was like, you fucking parrot. That's after she, we broke up. It was a compliment. It was a. It was a. You're my little parrot. It was on MySpace. Could you post on people's mind? You couldn't, right? It was just private messages. So it was a MySpace message, and I felt like it was for the world to see. Like it was like MySpace have a wall. I don't remember. Hmm. Now that you think, now I was just like after that Russian hack. It might. What did did we do? They hacked it and made it better. Yeah, they hacked it to listen to all those Mudvayne tracks. Everybody. Embedded I in there. I forgot about them. Uh, I felt like it was like or I was promoting a jerk practice show. And it was a, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, could you do events? Point, point you pointed, and I thought I could roll. It's That's our bit, etiquette I here. I was just pointing at the That's, fridge. Give me a beer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Um, <clears throat> no, yeah, we were like, MySpace? We were talking about MySpace? I was so, I, I think <laughs> Again, I just am making my fucking point again. I can't have no fucking frame of reference to talk to people because we're like, let's talk about MySpace. <laughs> MySpace, you couldn't post on people's walls. I think not a bullet more, but you could customize your page. Yeah, maybe you could. Of lots of cool fucking. It's one thing. Wallpapers. Facebook draft. Could you comment on somebody's picture? Because I feel like this I thought comment you could. came from. I put a, like a jerk practice poster up. Sure. After we moved to New York, uh-huh. and a comment from an ex-girlfriend was like, "You're not funny, you fucking parrot, oh. or you're just a parrot, or nice. you're a piece of shit." Hans Booby. Uh, Hans Booby. She fucking, she'd be like, you have a weak chin. That was like what we were dating. She's like, you look like a bird. I was like, why was I with you so I long? I love you. God. 
God, she was fucking mean. And then she put a cigarette out on your face. Probably while I was sleeping. <laughs> I love that abuse. Chris Buse. Chris, oh God. Remember him? I do. I went to school with. Oh, nah, I don't want to. I'm just gonna throw somebody under <laughs> the bus. Gonna throw a, a perfectly nice <laughs> man under the bus yeah, for an, for something now. he did when he was a child. Exactly. If you I have to cut out the name, then the whole transition is lost. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't Shout out to Chris Buse. Shout out Chris Buse Buick. <laughs> He's a good guy. His name rhymes with abuse. <laughs> abuse. Yeah. Yeah. I'm angling for it. Fifth grade, he loved Ollie. All right. I can't help it. <laughs> you help saddled it. up to that mic with just a look of pure glee on your face and just cut it off. That's You're like, I did hate you know myself. Myself. All it was was it wasn't fifth grade. In third grade, uh, there was a person of the week, and they put your picture on the wall and then a, a list of your fears. No. Okay. And then it was a list of your answers to questions, your favorite yeah, movie, yeah, yeah. and then one of the questions was. Uh, what are you looking forward to when you get older? God, this and I'm sure good. mine was shitty. It probably said like, "Boobs." I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be a rock star. Something sure, so yeah, stupid. But his just says, "I can't wait till I turn 18 so I can gamble." <laughs> <laughs> and so that's not At a. Least he's honest. Yeah, that's, like not all a, that's not a dig. That's not a just gamble. amazing. Amazing little nuggets like that are bouncing around my brain that are like just make this. A, <laughs> I can't a wait to turn and... eighteen so I can gamble. Yeah. That's fucking amazing. Mm, so good. Is this South Dakota where it's younger? Can you not gamble? You can gamble eighteen anywhere, right? Uh, Twenty one. I, I would I would assume South Dakota is eighteen because <laughs> there 18 are video poker machines in every nook and cranny of any business and. In South Dakota. I think it's just 18 anywhere because you can buy scratch tickets when you're 18. Yeah. Like that? <laughs> there you go. Like me putting that together? <laughs> doing oh, doing some deduction. Boy. Boy, oh, boy. Chasing, them, chasing the lines back. So let's, let me start oh. it, okay? okay? So this is the intro. <laughs> this is the intro. No, I'm never going to record an <laughs> intro. I, when I get home, I will put a 30-second intro that says our names and... I don't tell a prostitute to leave the room. <laughs> I used to I used to make cassette tapes that we would listen to on the way to school. Yeah. Of me interviewing just a bunch of characters. Oh, yeah, and sure. It would all awesome. and then we'd just play it and listen to it. Is this they, Don Ridge? Pre Don, Don Ridge? Ridge and it wasn't even it wasn't there was nothing uh, there was no depth to it. It was just <laughs> I uh, just one the of voice. them I was I was on a spacecraft. And a fat waitress came in. I, said, <laughs> I, I ordered something great, like I ordered a, uh, uh, a Dr. Pepper. Yes, exactly, like a Dr. Pepper float. So it was me just like living out a fantasy of Dr. Like fun, can fun candy, sodas, sodies, sodies, <laughs> fun candy, sodies, <laughs> space, and then like sex. So like, uh, press a button and go boop. Uh, yeah, excuse me. Can I get a uh, Dr. Pepper float uh, from a sexy waitress, please? <laughs> Here's your float. She's fat. She's fat. She's fat. Push her out a window. That, that, that would be. Oh, the window on a spaceship. <laughs> I, got, I was too old. This was driving to high school. Yeah, the hiring practices on that spaceship. They knew you hated fat waitresses so much. Why did they, why'd they hire Fran? That, <laughs> union rules. <laughs> One fatty. You gotta have a fat. Such an asshole. Spaceship with a window. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my god. They're called portholes. Port portholes. Spaceship. Yeah. Spaceship portal. Get her out of portal. 
She won't fit. She's stuck. <laughs> I just want to hold that pause as long as possible. Yeah, I really went to fucking... This is dead la- air. La-la <laughs> land. That happens in I that... I was watching a bird out the window. That that happens... You know what just happened there is... Uh, oh, there's no way anybody's listening by this point, by the way. But what happened there with that dead air is what happens to me with certain podcasts, usually really bad ones. Uh-huh. When there's dead air, yeah. I'm usually like on my bike listening to it now. I hit a button in my pocket. I turn oh, right. the podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. off, and I go look, and I, I see it's still playing, and I go, fucking phone's What's broken. I got to update, and then it'll come in and go, goat eyes, goat eyes. slit his goat throat. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my moms. Hey, welcome to m- murder. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, mumble murder <laughs> podcast? Welcome to the mumble murder podcast. Today I have an author and uh, um, podcast fishing Adam um, Don Ridge. <laughs> That's my one go-to. It is now. I love that, that mur- the murder shit, though. Midwestern that prostitute. Desensitization. Oh, yeah. I can't get enough of it. It's weird. Like I, Ashley and I watch forensic files to go to sleep. Oh, yeah. Uh, 100%. And my dreams are plagued by murder, nightmares and murder. I had a dream last night about spiders. <laughs> Who <laughs> spiders. has real dreams about spiders? That's why. So I'm watching the wrong shit to go to sleep. And you know what I was watching? I was watching, holy fuck, I was watching the Bill Curtis. Do you know who he is? Oh, yeah. Uh, he does a show called Amanding. With authority on that. Oh, yeah, Bill fucking Curtis, bro. Wait, wait, don't Cold tell case me. case files. Wait, wait, don't tell me. I've heard of that. NPR show? He does uh, oh, yeah, the narrative. The, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's NPR. I don't listen to that shit. Yeah, no, no. But on uh, American Justice, oh, on yeah. Escape Channel in New York. <laughs> uh, to escape from life, I like to watch things about unsolved murders. He, um, where was, okay, so it was the show about, you remember that sh- movie Bully? Yes. That came out uh, by the pedophile that made the movie Kids? Larry Clark, right? Yes. Is that his name? Uh, mm. uh, really lambasting Larry Clark there. <laughs> no, I, I'm, you know, the pedophile. What, Larry are you, Clark. what are you supposed to say when it's unsubstantiated? Alleged. Alleged pedophile. Alleged pedo. Only by me, I think. <laughs> it's got a lot of young guys in his oh, movies. You're saying because he made a movie called Kids. He's no, a pedophile. I wish, I wish I made that. It was that simple. Yeah. No, he made another. Like he made like a dystopian movie that had a like. Oh, it was like in a, a lot bunker of naked or some boys shit. And shit. He made no, he didn't Satiricon. make Gummo. No, that Harm, Harmony uh, Corin. Corin did Gummo. Yeah, all but right. Didn't he write Kids? He did. Yeah, yeah. Harmony. He did. wrote Kids in like a as a kid week. even. Yeah, Kids with the Z. You didn't have problems putting thoughts together. No. Uh, speaking of thoughts together. Um, you were Bill Curtis. Thank you. So it was the show. We'll, start, we'll get there eventually. We'll <laughs> it was the actual. It. it was the. It was the actual murder that the movie Bully that Henning hasn't seen is based on, <laughs> where these kids, this these yeah, kids follow. who are just get bullied. It was the first time yeah. a bully got his comeuppance. Right, because it's about kids murdering a bully. Yep. To get back at him for being a bully. That's what I fell asleep watching. That's not and I, and I dreamt about spiders attacking me. <laughs> Because you world. are the bully. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, I think about that too much. Like, I always thought, I think about, like, 
Man, I was really picked on. Like I had, I had kind of a a rough, bullied childhood. That's not true at all. And I, and <laughs> you've I'll just projected yourself on the bullied. Fucking sure. <laughs> and I'll think about. And you bullied some kids with me. When I think about how I never. I was bullied. Let's call him CC. <laughs> I know. I remember yeah. the story. And I think about that now. There was like a kid, and you just think it's funny because he is. It's weird. Like, you know you're being a bully, and there's no... I'm not justifying my behavior. I'll go to the grave as a piece of shit kid. Still, man. Old man. Doesn't matter. My whole <laughs> yeah, life. Right. Life. But... At your heart, you'll always be that piece of shit kid. For sure. And I never thought... It, it took... It's only in the last few years where, like, a, a, something will go in my... Like, a, a memory will flash, and I'll go, Oh, I, was, I bullied that kid. You're like, oh, shit. Fuck. And A, I'm that kid yeah. that I, like, I'll see on TV and go, that kid, fuck that bully, you know, like, kick him, kick him. Yeah, it's like that kick scene him in to the fucking, curb. kick that bully to the Billy curb. Billy Madison, I think about that all yeah. the time, about, like, how many Steve Buscemi's are out there right. putting lipstick on right now. So there was, sometimes. Because I called you fat, like, a hundred times in a right. row. Right. I actually did that. I had no business doing that, by the way. I Facebooked a guy, and I expected to get a response back. I got the worst type of response, which was no response. Oh, I just Facebook like I, I said, hey, uh, we'd been Facebook friends. He friended me, and I was like, because I just knew flat out I bullied this kid. Yeah, you were like, For I no was... reason, because this kid wasn't a jerk. Like, you yeah, know, I said that. Jerk. <laughs> this kid wasn't a bad kid at all. He just, he just had qualities that... Could make a bully. He's got, the, he's got the rube yeah, on him. You man, got it from him. Totally. So oh, this is feeling. I feel dirty even talking about it. But let's get it out in the open. <laughs> anyway, I sent him a message like, "Hey, you know what, man? I was hard on you in high oh, school. God, don't admit it. Don't I ever did, admit I it. Because then he went. I forgot about that. He, what a piece of fucking crap that guy and, is. And this, thanks for this, bringing it up again. Yeah, this guy kind jumps of jumps out had, a window. Yeah, and he's like, oh, well, now is your conscience at ease? That, right, and yeah. re- this was like seven years ago. Now sure. I know what I was doing. I was just trying to clear my own plate, that right. kid, you know, by putting it back on him to give me a response. Like, right. Yeah. You're forgiven, yeah. right? Oh, God, And, yeah. of course, the response I got was nothing. Like I said, hey, man, I think it was – I even said Oh, that. God, don't say I think. You know. He knows you know. <laughs> yeah. You remember. You don't forget uh, shit like that. Exactly. Like the like the the times if I was you bullied, remember, then I'll he fucking never, does. Yeah. No, the time I was yeah, bullied. Of course, I'll never forget, Etched never forgive. Me. Yeah. So there's so many people out there that, that I'm the piece of shit for the rest of their life. Never forget. Ugh. So I didn't get a response back from him. Still Facebook friends. I like all his posts, but well, there are but there are plenty of pictures wanted, of you with the eyes cut out. I I I was I would even want like a response like yeah you know what you were you you are a pe- you are a piece of shit you piece of shit. I think you even wanted him to say that, but yeah, even yeah, worse. I got nothing, nothing. That being said, the kids, I, I even bullied you into bullying kids with me, I think. <laughs> the double bully. The double bully. And this kid <laughs> was mean. This kid was mean to people. Yes. Maybe, or am I just trying to justify no. my behavior? Or maybe it's me justifying right. it. Right. Anyways, we were so... It was overkill. Relent- overkill. We overkilled, yeah, the overkill. That I should have been the kid stabbed in the back in that fucking, in, in the yeah. Everglades, you yeah. know? Anyways, God, dredging that up. So fucking, I was a real bad kid. Ugh. Raspberry goes to hell. That's raspberry of the day. Life raspberry. <laughs> <laughs> raspberry of life. That's how we oh. deal with feelings. Oh, man. <laughs>
But anyway. That was Get out of here. I, I mean. Feelings. But I, I never thought. What I, stinks? <laughs> Your soul. My life. <laughs> My life stinks. <laughs> Anyways, boo fucking who. <laughs> Oh, fucking, how do we get on Bully? You were talking oh, about Bill Curtis. Again, we're going to get there. <laughs> we're going to get there. Uh, I just, hope it ends with, yeah, Bill Curtis had a glass of wine at my bar. <laughs> uh, I wish. I wish. That scumbag John T- I still bully people. I was going to say, that scumbag John Tafferty did. And you know what? John Tafferty, do you know who that is? Sorry. He had a TV sh- has a TV show called Bar Rescue where he goes into oh, bars God. and makes them better oh, and he's bullies a goon, people. He is a bully. He's a bully on the show. He couldn't have been nicer when he came into the bar. So you bullied him? And I just him? called him a scumbag. <laughs> he didn't. He just ordered a drink and said, "Hey, it's pretty good." I'm trying to see. turn a new leaf. I don't bully bullies. You piece of shit! But you know, oh, rescue was... this. Oh. You know what he was there for, though? He was scoping your bar to see if it no, was... No, 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 no. He was uh, trying to shill some piece of shit vodka. Oh, he's a vodka shill? <laughs> no, he wasn't. <laughs> or are you bullying him Total again? Total justified <laughs> scumbag. His, like, his passion is making artisanal spirits. You're like, yeah, fucking slinging fucking stoli like he, a fathead. Nah, he had a meeting with a, a guy who makes Spanish vodka about being their spokesperson, which I was eavesdropping on. So, yeah, you bully. I am bully. He's fucking slinging some vodka. He was getting offered something. Yeah. It was a business meeting, and you're like, fuck And he fuck even it, had a good idiot. idea, because the, the, Spanish, the Spanish guy was like, you know, it's great. Put a little slice of orange at that vodka. Was that a Spanish accent? Yes. <laughs> Thank you. From the I south have a, I have a tin ear, but From that was definitely... So put a little orange with it. <laughs> so south that it's north. <laughs> Put some orange with that vodka. And Tafferty was like, if I'm going to promote this vodka, I'm going to drink it as is, maybe with ice, because I want it to be a good product. So he was like a really good guy. Yeah, and just knuckled down on that. He knew you were listening, that's why. I think he gave me a wink. You're a a bartender. I'm a bartender guy. This is how I live my life. I drink this straight or I don't drink it at all. That's how you... Oh, that's so insane. It's like it's its own bad commercial already. Oh, God. He's a man of scruples. Holds to it while rescuing bars and uh, bullying people. (laughs) (laughs) If you've never, Kenny, I'm sure you've seen Bar Rescue. No, it's just this guy who goes to bars and, like, just the best is he just yells at the shitty owners of these bars, basically. Failing bars. Yeah. Uh, you apply. I think you don't. You would you, uh, you oh, apply? Of course you do. You're like I'm a shitty businessman. <laughs> you come to my <laughs> shitty business. And he doesn't just drop in. I uh, thought. I figured that's what you thought was going on. Like a secret oh, shopper. Yeah, yeah. No, I thought about. That's like, my I, new reality show, Secret Shopper. Because I am. I live my life just living in TV and bullying in the real world. So. <laughs> because I live this unrealistic TV watching life. I can't delineate. So this bar rescue is based on a show mm-hmm. called Kitchen Nightmares. Henning? No. Okay. He does have a kitchen though. Who? Henning. Oh, that's true. Yeah, You're yeah, sitting yeah. in it. And it's a nightmare. <laughs> Be- Look at all the spiders. <laughs> spiders. <laughs> that's my show. Spider kitchen. <laughs> get out of here, you spiders. <laughs> I just get rid of spiders. That's all I do. <laughs> I'm not going to help your business. I, just, I kill spiders with a rolled-up newspaper. Coming up at 8 o'clock, the spider whisperer. Just creep in a dark basement. You're the one guy who's not afraid of spiders. 
It's like your dad. It's like the dad. Oh, we all know that. Dad, guy. get in here. There's a spider, and you're like, eh. <laughs> all right. No, don't kill he? it. Don't kill it. Put it out the window. So. The show is based on Kitchen Nightmares, which is this chef Gordon Ramsay would go into restaurants that were failing and be like, you're failing because these are old beans and this is bad chicken. And he would fix it up and they would change the decor. And the show would kind of end like, wow, he really turned that restaurant around. Right, on a hopeful note. They just did a full service. This is great. I had a customer come into – this is – Really turning into the who comes in and sees you at your bar. (laughs) Famous Um, people I've seen. Not famous, but people that were on a show that owned a Mm. restaurant in Long Island. And I was like, yeah, I think I saw that one. It's like, how's it going? He's like, I'm (laughs) burned it for insurance. (laughs) This this is basically, this isn't like a dig, but he's like, (laughs) I'm working a checkout cashier at the Dagostinos around the corner. (laughs) This was the guy that owned the restaurant. And there's Uh nothing wrong with being a checkout cashier, but. That's like a. And that was Charles Dagostino. I got fucked up. I, I fucked up, you know, my restaurant. And I was like, oh, so. So he even it, fucked up the second chance. So it didn't, yeah, it didn't work out. I He's wouldn't like, trust him with a cash register. No, because that's how it works is he comes in and they fix your restaurant. They put a new decor in. <laughs> Decorum. Thank you. They put a new decor in. <laughs> I love that you. That's a real good decor. You, when you say words that you perceive are fancy, you just keep, don't even take yourself seriously. You're like, I never say decor. <laughs> they put a new. They put a new thing. They put new things in the place. <laughs> there you go. See that <laughs> came out just like. And then they hire. They don't hire people, but they promote like free dinner, free lunch, free lunches, and then they fill the place and they they film it like uh-huh. this is going to be perspective. As soon as they wrap, this guy said, they take all the shit off the oh, walls because no it's all like on lease. They bring all the old stuff shit back that. in the restaurant that you think they threw, that he's literally like, throw that in the and bin. Then Gordon Ramsay shits in the sink. <laughs> yeah. And then, <laughs> and then, so he's like, and so we immediately fail. Like, he's like, it worked for like a month. We got people coming in like, hey, let's go to that shitty place. That, so <laughs> that doesn't seem as shitty. Wait, right. it's still shitty. So... Going, man. So, uh, yeah, Bill Curtis? And, and <laughs> no. And so that's what Bar Rescue is based on. Yeah. So when I saw John Tafferty, I can't delineate the two. You bullied him with, like, your show's bullshit. Because he's the bully to me. He's a TV character. No, that's just a TV show. It's not real. Just yeah. in the way that I discovered that Kitchen Nightmares isn't real. Uh-huh. Just in the way that I discovered that Biff from Home Alone is a real human being. Uh, his name's Devin. And his name's not Biff. <laughs> not Biff. What's his name? Bar- Buzz. 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 Buzz, you're talking about. Thanks. Yes, I got one. Yeah! Henning has seen Home Alone. Bingo. Just Home Alone 1. Give us a synopsis in case anybody hasn't seen it. Kevin McAllister his mom, is left at home by his mom, uh, Catherine O'Hara. That's pretty pretty tight synopsis. Boom. <laughs> See, he can keep things on track. I think I'm still trying to get back to something we started <laughs> 90 <forget>. minutes ago. <laughs> I really think so. Um, so, Barf, Biz, 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 Lobster Bisque came into my bar. No, so the actor, Devin Rattler. <laughs> Even better. Even better than Bist. Is no, he's a, he was in the last season of Louie, and I've seen is him in a, a lot of stuff. He's an awesome actor. He was in that movie, Nebraska. Oh. He's so good. Like, he's a great actor. He just 
looks different as he should than when he played. I mean, he's not a fat little twelve year old. When he still. played Buzz in that movie. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. here's how I'm too old to have wa- to have bought the DVD of Home Alone. Uh, Robber's edition or whatever it sure, is, yeah. <laughs> Rattler edition, and in that, they make vignettes about what are the actors doing now. They're fake, but not to me. So, <laughs> in his fake vignette yeah. that I now know is fake, that, that keep was in mind, now we're gospel talking Gospel truth. This is how you see this he guy. He is mind. dressed up like Elvis, and he's saying, yeah, not much happened since the movie, so I'm doing Elvis impersonations. Uh, this will oh, come back to be rube great. on my forehead. I'm oh, doing Buzz Elvis is in for a good drink. And then he does a hey, hey, I'm Buzz. And I was like, oh, shit. All right. That's too bad it didn't work out for him. But he probably <laughs> can't get work because he looks too much like Buzz. Even though in front of me, he doesn't look like Buzz. <laughs> so he's sitting there. I recognize him fucking immediately. Call him Bist. <laughs> hey, Bist. No, I don't say anything to him. Like, I'm not going to buzz. I'm not going to buzz around him. <laughs> Rimshot. <laughs> Anyways, but of course, what do I do? Like a ruby pussy, I go over to the waitress who wasn't even born by the time Home Alone came out. I go, you know, that's Devin Rattler from Home Alone. I think I did know his name. And of course, she blows my cover. And she goes up to him and she goes, excuse me, I hate to ask. If she doesn't say, hey, are you that guy from that movie? Which I yeah. think he expects. Hey, are you sure. bu- you're Buzz from Home Alone. She goes... Hey, are you Devin Rattler? <laughs> and he goes, Do I know you? <laughs> no and of course, that I'm the guy that's yeah. busted because he looks over at me like I haven't even talked to her. She yeah. hasn't even looked in my direction. You, you, you outed pussy me. piece of shit, went over and giggled in the corner <laughs> and Devin outed Rattler. me. And I go, Yeah. Like I walk over, like, Here's my in. Oh, <laughs> shoulders shrugged. I walk over, like, Yeah, sorry, man. I recognized you. I was like, so you're doing Elvis in Vegas? <laughs> he goes, what? I go, yeah, I saw that. I know it's crazy. I know I shouldn't be watching Home Alone, but I saw like that little oh, thing. Like... And he just like hard, like buzz hard. Yeah. And the guy seemed like a nice guy, but he gave me like buzz, like he was the bully from the movie, yeah. bringing it back to bully. He goes, he's that's a fucking movie. <laughs> and I go, oh yeah, man, yeah, good movie, good. Yeah, yeah. He's looking at you like you just <clears throat> trashed his room. Like yeah. He's looking at yeah, exactly. Like I went through his play dudes or whatever. <laughs> but I just and of course, like it didn't. It hit me immediately as he said it. Like oh, I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> and then you don't actually. I can't do fucking Elvis. brush it off my shoulders. Now I'm like fucking hate Buzz. Now I'm the guy. If I run into Buzz when I finally <laughs> do hit into Hollywood, when I finally do hit Hollywood, I'm, and I'm at that Hollywood party. Have he's to go, avoid Buzz at the go, Playboy yeah. Mansion. Now I have to avoid Buzz the rest of my life. Beep. Can I get a Dr Pepper in here and not the fat one? God, <laughs> I love that we're still like I still do that shit like oh. in the back of my head. Like just I was like, you're a fucking child. You're a man child. Just that fantasy. Well, what? When I hit it big, it's like, oh, oh yeah, God, never. it's as bad as someone who spends lottery winnings they'll never have. I will go Except into Except that's that. better than like, oh, when I hit Hollywood. Here's what happens. I'll go into Dream World and not Spider Nightmare World. I'll go into Dream <laughs> World where, who knows, it's, it's, it's extravagant. And there's fame and there's riches and there's this. And what will interrupt it? Because I can't even give myself a dream. Right, yeah. <laughs> What will interrupt it is a scene from the movie Rudy, where Rudy is uh, 
uh, in class and he's daydreaming about Notre Dame. Probably. I love it. It's just like and his teacher, uh, uh, he his teacher's teaching, and he goes, and you can kind of hear him in the background, but you're not paying attention because you're focusing on Rudy. And he goes, Mr. Rudiger, Mr. Rudiger, Mr. Rudiger, the answer. And he goes, uh, 1817 Democratic Convention. He goes, that's enough. Now class. The thing with Mr. <laughs> Rudiger is God. he is a dreamer. And the thing about dreamers is they usually are not doers. While most of you will go on to live uh, long and fulfilling lives, Mr. Rudiger will stay in his dreams. And I was just like, that's what comes right back that into we, my brain. Our, our brain. Hennings is you're fine. In, you're in the dream. You're saying. My dream is destroyed. I destroy my own dream with but the scene. From our brains movie. are so rotten. <laughs> How many times in real life has someone told you to fuck off? You're an idiot. You're not going to do anything. It's not those people. No. It's a fake person from a fantasy. The chaplain. <laughs> it's like, huh? Like, I, yeah. It's it's never a real thing. It's just I, like, oh, my dream was destroyed by this fake character <laughs> destroying a fake character's dream. Although with, Rudy was real. <laughs> but Rudy wasn't even real because uh, he's I've, a townie now, isn't he? Yeah, he hangs out of the campus. But, like, you see... He's still eating out on that Rudy lunch, huh? They make it seem like Rudy was... He was good at football, but he was a little guy. They show the real picture of Rudy. Have you seen Rudy, by the way? No. Let's just assume... (laughs) No. Okay. Henning will chime in. I know enough about it from years. From years of... you guys. Exactly. Like, just being in our our stink. They show... Yeah. Sean Astin plays Rudy Rudiger. They show a real picture of Rudy at the end. You know, like, after that... I yeah. didn't no know one Rudiger was, was his actual off. last name, so that's funny to me. What's that? Rudiger. I didn't know Rudiger was his actual last name. I thought you made that up. I think <laughs> no, Rudy, Rudy Rudiger, Rudiger made it up, because that's in the movie, but I think his real name Smith. was... <laughs> his first name's not even Rudy. Smith. 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 <laughs> Smith. <laughs> then the ring to it, does it? So, but at the end, they say, like, so at the end, Rudy finally gets to play in a Notre Dame game. So Rudy's Don Ridge, basically? It's Rudy his, Don Ridge himself? Rudy Ridge. Rudy Ridge. Don Ridge. And <laughs> the Battle of Rudy Rudy's. Ridge. The Battle of, and already that has better ring to it, so I just, I have no clean imagination. <laughs> Nothing good. It's all but marred he, with the uh, At the end, he's, he gets to play one play, and he makes a tackle. That's got to be bullshit, by the way. The one play Rudy came in, he his makes D like play. a sack. Uh, anyways, so Rudy gets to play his one play, and then he um, gets carried off the field, and then uh, uh, image stop, yeah. camera stops. Freeze frame. Freeze frame. Victory. <laughs> Freeze frame. Camera stop. And doesn't move anymore. <laughs> Just stays still. Freeze frame. Not the camera, the movie. And then the title card, wordsies come on the screenies. <laughs> The movie words appear. So, and then uh, uh, it appears, it says, no one else has ever been carried off uh, Notre Dame's field. But then the, the music and the credits play, and it shows the real Rudy. And fuck that. Rudy is a brick fucking shithouse. <laughs> like, yeah. they're like, he was small. Rudy was a ju- like, just, like, six, like six? Justy. <laughs> no, no, he was short. But he was he could run Big through dude. a brick yeah. wall. Gotcha. Like, you know what I mean? You could just see He's like, not Sean Astin. How dense he was. Yeah. He had big Just a slab. Sh- Sean Astin was clean cut. He had big dirty mutton chops. <laughs> yellow fangs. Can't put that <laughs> <laughs> Green skin. <laughs> Boobs for eyes. <laughs> 
kind of guy that no one in the right mind would make fun of like they did in the movie. Yeah, I don't know. Did he, people, like yeah, you, is the bully. He, yeah. Rudy's the bully. He, and, but he hasn't made amends for it yet. This is a historical reimagining of his, his own life. To, <laughs> he didn't bully. Yeah, yeah. But he, he got in a screenplay. So he didn't apologize to John Favreau? What's it called? Like, yeah, he's projecting that others bullied him when yeah. he was probably a fucking asshole. Kingpin, Kingpin bully, I would imagine. If you're the short, tough guy on the football team, oh yeah, he was mean as fuck. You know, I bullied. Tape those butt cheeks together. I pl- <laughs> a little I reference to a one year of football, freshman football, and <laughs> so there I. was a short brick shit house. His name, and you know what I called him. And this guy, <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> you're the Rudy. Well, you already called him a brick shit house. <laughs> no, brick shit house is good. But you know what he looked like? He looked like. Piggy from Lord of the Flies. But I thought I could call him that because he was so, so like, You're perpetually Lord of the Flies. You're just the crazy kid. Wasn't Piggy the guy who won Lord of the Flies? I was like, No, he got his head smashed with a rock. This kid can take it because I'm just jiving him because, one, he's stronger than me, he's more popular than me. But no, he's like a kid, he's sensitive. So I say, Hey, Piggy, good tackle. He punched me in the gut, probably like a light punch, but it felt like I'm, I can feel it now. You know what I mean? Like just one of those hits where like you're like, oh, Jesus. In, in retrospect, that's probably not the first time I called him Piggy. Like I could feel like finally in his head he was like, say, say it one more time. fucking take you to the Everglades. Shit. Exactly. Ugh. Ugh. Can't air any of this. Rudy. Rudy. Feels, feels too, too caustic. <laughs> <laughs> Too caustic on my reputation. <laughs> yeah, it's it, yeah. It besmirched your good reputation. name. Well, look, I can I can absolve you of your your guilt about Buzz. I think Buzz coming in. He, I mean, he's the one who did an unfunny segment at the end of Home Alone that you thought was reality. You it felt wasn't bad funny for enough. Him. It wasn't funny enough to distinguish it. You were from. being empathetic. You were like, it's rough that you have to do this shitty job. I think though. As or did you? Were you trying to? Take him down a peg. But as my marred uh, memory that I like, uh, like, like an alcoholic changes his memories, like to fit his suit. Sure, as yeah. you bring it up, I think he said, "Yeah, that's some dumb shit they made me do." <laughs> I swear, I think he, <laughs> and said, then he, I think he, he was mean to me. <laughs> no, well, he was. He's, I don't. He wasn't mean to me because he had the appropriate. No, he didn't have to be mean. He had the appropriate reaction, like, "Dude, are you that stupid?" But. It came out acerbically. Yeah. Huh? Nice. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> he laughed <laughs> acerbic. <laughs> and I don't think acerbically is a word. It was acerbic. <laughs> uh, so basically what you're saying is that your great-great-grandson's going to be shilling a t- fucking tackle box of yours and writing a fucking book. <laughs> He's going to have this podcast like in a tackle killer. box. And... <laughs> If he lets it loose, all my enemies <laughs> that I per- still perceive as enemies because I bullied them, non-enemy enemies, will uh, will come to come to roost and put him in prison for life. Did yeah, that my, train of thought uh, make sense? Yeah, good. Mm, sure. Came around, pin done. You no, I dirty I'm, parrot. You had the spider. Like my dreams are all fucking boring. Oh yeah. Like I had one last night. It was literally in a work meeting. That was the dream. Oh god. At your bar. Yeah, it was just it was just a boring meeting talking about boring normal bullshit and that was my dream i woke up and i was like you know you have those f- vague memories and i was like we don't have a cabana like it's all <laughs> <just> like 
<laughs> I was processing like the notes from the meeting, and I was like, wait. There's no patio here. Like it's just so, so <laughs> banal. It's ter- fucking terrible. Uh, I've, I've, and even when I'm aware, I'm like, oh, this is a dream. Never, n- nothing, nothing. You don't do anything just, cool. I'm like, oh, this is a dream. Weird. Okay, back to the meeting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> honestly, that's honestly. It was just in a, a strange locale. That was it. But not even exotic. It was just like in a different building. Did you? Um, so that's Casey's dream log. <laughs> I was trying, of the, I was going to transition from the dream log, and it's not a transition. But I'm going to give you what I was going to give you. Good. We, you know, tra- we transitions. We've never been good at them. So why not just fucking let's keep in mind in. that while we're recording it, it's July 10th. Um. Did you guys see the hot dog eating contest on July 4th? <laughs> uh, no, I didn't, Hans. Oh, Joey Chestnut took it back. Oh, he did? He ate fucking 70 hot dogs. And what's the time frame? Like 10 five, minutes. 10 minutes? He took it back from that Japanese guy who... No. I... So, what's crazy, this is how fast time has gone. You're thinking of... Um, Kobayashi. 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 Kobayashi... That was what? Hasn't like had... 12 years ago? Nine years ago. Jesus. Joey Chestnut has held the title... Uh, every year except for last year. Wasn't there another Japanese guy? Matt Stoney mm. won it. No, there's another Japanese guy that got close, and Matt Stoney looks Japanese, but he's not. Okay. He just has, Maybe that's just he just has like a ponytail on the top of his head. You know Very I mean? Asian hairstyle. So that's, I mean, is that fair to say? Only that's Asian an guys wear top buns. <laughs> it's not a top bun, but top it's like, no, you know what it is? And it's not me being racist. It's what... Society. Oh, it's what a racist would say samurai hair China. has to be like. Does that make sense? No. No, it doesn't. Makes no sense. But it's like, you know. That's, that's, it's, that's, that's how you. Sweetly racist, at least. You're like, that has to be what samurai's hair looks like. And you end it with, oh, you know. Fuck you, pal. You're not pulling me into saying, yeah, I guess so. Because now I'm associated with your kind of racy, racist. Racy. You're racy. It's real racy. Yeah, racist, racy. Racy, racist. Get out of here, racy. Do it for the hate, racy. Yeah, racy. Not the money. It's like the animated mascot for racism. Racy, the racist. Think anybody's done that? That's good. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> I beat you too with a punch, but you were—you had that thought. At least yeah, you were both there to throw here. some water on that fire. Oh man, hate to go off on that tangent. Go off, please. <laughs> no, I'm just. Oh, you don't bring up a tangent and not have one. Well, you guys threw water on it, so it's over. What was your tangent? Racy the racist, the animated racism. Oh, keep going. I said you it guys was a good a, idea. You guys water on it, but then you... Henning dropped the bucket on it. <laughs> <laughs> if Hans he... does it, it does a count. Uh-oh, here comes Henning with his bucket. Clone, clone. <laughs> Whoosh. <laughs> that was my bong sound again. Casey's on the bong, Henning's on the bucket, and I'm on the bongos. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Bunga dunga 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 bunga dunga. Was that racist? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Too many bongs. He looks like he plays Too- the bongos, if you know uh, what I that mean. That sounds like a grandpa racist. Yep. Hey, buddy, go get your bongos. 
Racist to, <laughs> against what? to bongans? To Cubans? Bongan. Look at those two bongan in the corner. <laughs> that's having a bong. Oh, that sounds like something like a, like a conservative dad would say like in the late 70s. Look at those two probably having a bong. What's it like in reference to? A, What's his slate? <laughs> no, hitting a bong. Oh, instead like, of like, hey, no, look it's at those not like a, It's not a race. Yeah, hop heads. Gotcha. You know, weeders. weeders yeah. <laughs> the, well, the well-known <laughs> you know. weeders. Yeah. Weeders. Archie, Archie Bunker made it famous, you know. Hey, there's look a bunch of weeders. There's a bunch of weeders there, Dolores. What was his wife's Dolores. name? <laughs> it was Carol <laughs> O'Connor doing impression of his wife. What was it? he? He loved his wife, but all right. Here's how. How would Hans do it? Not how would I do it, but are we ready to dissect? <laughs> here's how you saw. Are it. Are we ready to dissect all in the family yes. from the three episodes I've seen in my life? <laughs> yeah, same here. And here's how it's actually not racist. There's one where he's no, that's not dissect. I'll tell you the three episodes I saw. One where he loves a baseball player, and the baseball player ends up gay, and he agrees Ooh. to have a beer with him. But, but he's like, but he, you're still a fruit. And then, then the, the gay guy switched glasses and then. There's one Archie where Bunker he won't let Sammy Davis Jr. into his house. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then every other episode is just a mashup of where he's so mean to his wife. Yeah. But I, when I hear people justify that show, they're always like, but he loved her. It's like, but that's not fair, right? No, no. No, I agree. Thanks. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to sweeten myself up <laughs> yeah, here. Right. I don't like when people are mean you know to their what? wives. I'm gonna bully the biggest bully from television. Oh god. <laughs> I think him being mean is wrong. Am I right, fellas? Oh, I love how sweetly I have nowhere to go. <laughs> like just not in life, but yes, in life, but just in my thoughts, they ping pong. <laughs> Back to all, yeah. Let's talk more about all in the family. I have nothing to say. <laughs> I really don't. And on that I note, I know Carol O'Connor's son killed himself. Yeah, he did. And no, he, he overdosed. No, he killed himself. Did he? No, he overdosed. By right. overdose. <laughs> with drugs, he killed himself no. with drugs. He did. He did. And then, well, why get <laughs> why get into it? <laughs> like it's his fault. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Uh, I did hear him talk. That, that was sad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The let's drop it. <laughs> so that'll be my catchphrase to you. Let, let's drop it. No, but it should be. It's like what Henning said. Like, no, it's not. <laughs> I got a let's drop it, a no, it's not, and we're moving on. <laughs> moving on. Um, what are we at? Nine hours? 104. That's an hour. That's an hour. That's, that's a fourth that's, catchphrase. Yeah. That's an hour. So we can go back over all of our catchphrases. That's an hour. So let me see. So, uh, you had a good way of ending, Case. <laughs> that's an hour. <laughs> that's an hour. I hope you're happy. <laughs> Now that I say it, I thought it was so good, and it was good until I just said it. I ruined it by it coming out of my mouth. Right. It's well, that's an hour. Hope you're happy. Well, that's good. I mean, let Henning do it. Do it, Henning. I hope you're happy. They're not. 
I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. Tell you how extreme this was. I, I believe this is mentioned in the book. He had, or still has undoubtedly, Psychopathic Eyes, which is not a song by Kim Carnes. Uh, psychopath eyes, like a goat. Goats have eyes that look like human being eyes. The difference is, when you look into the eyes of a goat, you don't see emotion. Human beings, you know, you can tell a lot looking into someone's eyes, gazing lovingly into their eyes. You can't do that with Kirby. It's like looking at a goat. No emotion. And it was so blatant, so obvious, and so upsetting that they made the defense made special glasses for him that were tinted, not prescription, they didn't do anything, except conceal his eyes so the jury couldn't see them. How about that?